Wondrous Realms Podcast Group presents The World of Esther, Season 2 Hosted by Tyler Butler Featuring Greg Hall, Sierra Rakes, Nick Grasser, Regan Street, and Mike Teabing to another episode of The World of Esther. I am Tyler Butler on my last sanity leg here with my very good friends. You still have one left? Enough, Reggie. That is a good question. Am I sane? Is this the real life? Or is this just a fantasy? Chrissy, wake up. I don't like this. Anyway. (laughs) I am here with my very good friends. We have Mike T. Berry. What's up? We have Nick Grasser. (laughs) Jesus Christ. We have Sierra Rates. Who is, for some reason, still here. We have Greg Hall. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I got nothing tonight. Jesus Christ! My brother in <laughs> my brother in Christ. Uh, and Regan Street. Living the dream. Yes. Yeah, oh, sorry. No, I'm so sorry. Yes, we are all here. We're all here for D&D. We're all here for the world of Esther. We are totally losing our batshit minds. And, uh, I have been on an emotional roller coaster in the last hour alone. And I do not blame you. So, this is this, all fictional. And then Tyler was like, hey, the world of Esther, a.k.a. the trauma campaign. So. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Klaus is starting to play into the trauma train area. Band-Aids are for the outside boo-boos. I need to watch the World of Esther is for the inside boo-boos. <laughs> the World of Esther are, is the inside boo-boos. So, yes, with that uh, summary of what these, this uh, campaign is and has become, um, let's dive into the World of Esther. <clears throat> so. You are going to get your comeuppance, Nick. I am not. You are so lucky that blaster is all the way over there. Freezing? He's about to get up and go. (laughs) (laughs) When last we left off, our heroes were finishing up in the uh, Celebant Druid Society. I can't believe I have to (laughs) phrase it that way. Why were you saying that like fucking William Shatner? Because we're both old, exacerbated, and I don't even know what else anymore. 
Does Will Shatner know what he is anymore? He has become a Shatner unto himself. I don't know. He's anyway. Shat's, Shatner, Shat's last. Don't question. Who is that? What? Kirk? Moving on. Star Trek? William. Oh, that guy! Okay, thanks. God damn it, Michael! The, the OG spaceman. <laughs> Sometimes I forget how young Mike is. Um, yeah, he is fucking young. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, 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 we're going to drive over that. We are just going, we're going to, we are going to drive over that conversational fact like it is a metaphorical uh, roadkill. My God! My take their druid trials they meet a very strange uh, bird folk wizard thing that gives them their tasks they face their tasks and suffer a little bit of internal trauma as well I mean well I, I feel like now it was more like trauma alleviating because now I have a goal I got another bitch to kill okay. <laughs> and I'm the opposite I need to find a way to Kill Victor without killing him. That's okay, I'll do it. No. It's it's why it's okay. why we're meant to be. We finish each other's sentences, even if they are We finish each other's sentences. bounties? Yeah, there we go. Sandwiches? Anyway. Okay. Anyway. <clears throat> So they complete their trials, uh, suffer some trauma, and get some trauma alleviation, and then it's off to the mountains to find a moonstone. But along the way, they encounter a couple of trolls, and they are able to successfully navigate past the trolls and not die a horrible, vicious death twice, uh, get to the top of the mountain, find the moonstone, and go to the moon. And Stoltus suffers a brief existential crisis, realizing, oh my god, I'm on the fucking moon. And Esther is flat. And Esther is flat. And I threw up. And you threw up. I do that. And I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> oh man, that, that hit me right in the nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, I will let you know when the time comes, but okay. but for now, cool, cool, I'm, I'm cool, waiting with bated breath. Question, question mark? I don't know what? anymore. I'm trying to make a... Never mind. Anyway, <clears throat> as well as being on the moon, they find Millicent. There's a brief reunion with Staltus and a brief reunion with Jabberwock and everything... And everything is fine. No, actually, it's not all fine because the Victorians are on the moon and they're building something with giant hippo people. Yeah. Moon's been invaded. Oh, what? 
Stoltz, what are you out? A gun. And Millicent has apparently been called back to heaven and has been delaying her ascension for reasons that we are going to get into in this session. Now we have come full circle. Now we are here again. Um, <clears throat> with us going back to Millicent's little hidey hole place. Yes, my. So, the hippo people, are, do they look like um, the the hippo from uh, Moon Knight? Without all the uh, Egyptian decorations. Well, yeah, without that. Yeah, it, 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 they are literally bipedal. They are bipedal um, hippo people wearing what looked to be revolutionary-esque, uh, revolutionary army-esque, um, uh, garments, clothes. Okay. Colonial. Yeah, colonial army, colonial army, like, uh, dregs. Uh, what, what age is that? Um, like the 1700s. Okay. I know what you're you know, like, like, like scoring. No, that's the Civil War. No, like, yeah, reg. I'm just trying to think of it. It's like George Washington crossing the Delaware. Yeah, I was, I was wondering if it was like George Washington redcoats type of look or blue. They are, they are noticeably blue and gold. Bipedal hippo people wearing blue and gold and white clothes. There are no hippos in modern day. Those so like fuckers are dangerous as fuck. <laughs> there are cocaine hippos down in South America right now. Jesus Christ, cocaine hippos! Yeah. As if, a, as if, as if a, the most dangerous mammal in all of Africa yeah, do, doesn't need to uh, edge up on its danger level by being introduced to fucking cocaine. Oh, Pablo Escobar. Have you ever heard of the God. story with the the bear that had like eight pounds of? We're cocaine. gonna come back to that later. We have a session to play. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> We're gonna stop that cocaine bear. It's cool. He didn't have cocaine. He huffed uh, fuel from the airports. I'm looking it up. Not important. Carry on. So, uh, yes. Where were we? Yes. So, Millicent is taking you to the reason why she is ascending to heaven, but also the reason why she is kind of delaying that. It You travel across the cratered uh, lunar surface... <clears throat> until you reach uh, a caldera, a large sort of crater-like mass, and you notice that there is, it appears to be either smoke or steam coming out of this caldera. And you can also hear a distant rhythmic dunk, tunk, tunk, you know, thunking sound. Are they making a Death Star? They're definitely This, this isn't the, the soldiers. This is like out in the, the lunar wastes, if you will. This is just... Um, as you approach this large uh, caldera, inside you see the strangest sight, and that is saying something, considering all the strange sights you have seen so far. A very strange sight indeed. You see a woman in a white robe with a large, it almost looks like a giant pestle made out of, carved out of what appears to be alabaster. And beside the, um, who is thunking into this large cauldron-like 
pestle. Mm-hmm. A pestle is like uh, with the, the, the it's the bowl and the, the metal and the, the, the little rod thing. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was it's like for grinding sure. up like powders and stuff like that. Herbs. Yeah. Yeah. Herbs. And beside the um, the mortar is the bowl, and she's holding the pestle. Anyway, um, inside the mortar where she's pounding away. Beside it is what appears to be a small rabbit. You know, very quickly going into the mortar and fixing this strange globulous substance before she comes, before the woman comes down again and starts pounding. So it's a pound, you know, scrabble, scrabble, pound, scrabble, scrabble, pound, scrabble, scrabble. Oh, when and I see the rabbit. <laughs> the rabbit's ears twitch. And it kind of looks over its shoulder at you. Dilated pupils and everything. The rabbit gives a short eep. And just is like, it it wants to dart away. But at the same time, it is so focused on this task of pound, scrabble, scrabble, pound, scrabble, scrabble, with this globulous substance that it... Huh? How big is this rabbit? Well, it's, um... Normal size? I would say... God, I want to describe it, but I also don't want to be offensive to anybody about it. How oh, is a rabbit offensive? I got it. It is about the size of a small child. This rabbit. That's a big ass rabbit. It is a very big rabbit. A big, uh, very white rabbit. That's yeah. How I. Okay, we will t- we will discuss thinking. after the recording what I was thinking, but <laughs> really confused. <laughs> big bunny rabbit. It's a big bunny rabbit. So yes, it is a big child-sized bunny rabbit, <laughs> scrabbling at a gelatinous substance being pounded by this mysterious woman in white, and you all stop at the caldera's edge as she is. Pounding this substance, <coughs> the rabbit is scrabbling, but also terrified of the owl person. Uh, what do y'all do? We just kind of got brought into this room with this scurry, scurry rabbit, mysterious lady, and it's all just like, uh, Millicent, what, what am I looking at here? You're looking at the process that makes the elixir of life. Is that what that is? <clears throat> and pray tell what exactly is the elixir of life well aside from it being in the shape of what she calls a rice cake uh, it is in essence the secret to eternal life oh shit it is and it's because of her that I achieved my Final task and heaven is now calling for me. The test. Eternal? Are you like, immortal? No, I still have many years to go. But that was the challenge. The challenge was to meet her, speak with her, and ultimately deny and refuse the temptation of taking the elixir of life. But I refused to go. Because as soon as I completed that task, they arrived. The Victorians? Yes. So and that means hippo people? Yes, the GIF. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So what happens if you take it? Well, if you were to eat the elixir of life, you would essentially live forever. Why did you make it? I didn't make it. She makes it constantly. It's a substance that constantly has to be made and remade or else it would fade out of existence. So until someone takes this... Until someone takes a portion, she must continually pound and the rabbit must continually mix Sounds like the globulous mixture. I thought so too, but... Do you not know what mortals who become immortal do? I have never really met any in my time. Well, I met a lich, and that yeah, was... Yeah, what was he like? Well, Bad we man. killed him. They're we went all to... like that. They're all the same. Which is why I wanted to drive the Victorians off of this, off the, off of the moon. If I can get the Victorians off the moon, then I will accept Heaven's final request and go back. Is but, this a is this eternal life thing? In uh, is it in danger to be, like, say, if someone were to get to it on the Victorian side, would that be? I would be very afraid if that was mm. the case. And I've been expressed multiple times that he's looking for immortality. He even asked after the events of the calamity. I remember. Are so you saying something? He would do just like every other one. He could probably be worse. With liches, they have to drink souls constantly in order to feed their immortality. But if one takes the elixir of life, they don't need any other sustenance. They could starve themselves to so the point. Fade out of existence. She is destined to forever create it. It is her. Up until someone takes it. Up until someone takes it, and then she starts the process over again. It's an endless cycle. It is her purpose is to create this. She explains it better herself as to why she does it, but needless to say, she will continue to continue to do it until the end of all creation. Curse? I leave that up to you to decide if you wish to ask her. It seems you've already terrified her rabbit companion. And the rabbit is still like nervously looking over its shoulder at you. I want to grin at it. Sonny's <laughs> absolutely like funny. Especially <laughs> because it's like as big as you. you. I know. <laughs> She's thinking, how do I get bunny hug? <laughs> bunny hug. I love it. So you'd have to either have it stop, have them stop, have her stop making it. Or someone has to take it. Yes. In order for the process to stop. And even then, it's a temporary stop. Mm -hmm. She will go into the gardens of the far dark side of the moon and take the necessary components that she has to start making it again. At most, it could take another month before she's ready to start pounding and mixing the moon cake, as she calls it. This is... Oh my god, there are bunnies that size! There are! Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ, it's... Yeah, they're called Flemish Giants. Oh 
pocket. Yeah, they're it's great. They're amazing. They are a legitimate thing. I, I want one. Can <laughs> you imagine Oakley with one of those? Oakley, <laughs> oh, oh, no. what the fuck is that? The rabbit would just kick him. Yeah. <laughs> Or scream. Have you ever heard a rabbit scream? It's yes. horrifying. Definitely. Um, I don't know. Like, obviously, the, the prospect of immortality is really dangerous. <coughs> but if this is, like, what she was created to do endlessly, like, I don't know. Who created her? Who brought her into this existence? I would honestly ask her. It's her story. Then let's go ask her. All right. So you slowly make your way down into this open crater, down uh, toward uh, the woman in question. Her skin is as pale as salt. She has rose red lips, excuse me, and ebony black hair done up in a long um, ponytail. And she is holding her alabaster pestle and you know keeping the rhythm of the elixir she says forgive me for not looking at you pound scrabble scrabble pound scrabble scrabble but i'm very pound scrabble scrabble busy making pound the elixir pound soluble you should stop i can't stop it is my pound destiny he's just gonna walk up and be like you know hey, that you thing know, you've been doing. You know how we. You know how we just heard about how you can't be stopped. And then he's just like, "Hey, you know that thing that is your entire reason for existing? How about you not do this?" <laughs> it's like, like Nick just goes up to freaking um, um, Sisyphus, being like, "Hey, I know that boulder." Have heavy. you tried just not? Have you tried not pushing that boulder <laughs> up the hill? Yep. Have you tried just not having your liver eaten every single day? Like, yeah, it sounds like a no-brainer, man. Like. Anyway, so Nick, or what is the purpose of this existence? <laughs> oh. We've been told. I want to hear from her. No, she genuinely has not told us like why she does it. Many years ago, pound scrabble scrabble, I had a lover, oh. and <laughs> it always starts with a goddamn lover. As all the best fairy stories go. Sorry. The- I had a lover, and one day I was given all the alchemical components to create the elixir of life, because he was afraid of dying. I was told not to drink the elixir, but in my fear that someone was going to kill me, his brother, for instance, he came to my tent one night and tried to kill me. So in desperation, I drank the elixir, and after drinking the elixir, I realized that I could not stay on Esther any longer. I literally floated to the heavens and rested on the moon. And I was so lonely there, and I longed for the day to return to my love. But my love had died in a hunting accident many months later, and alone I still remained. So whatever gods that there are in this world, they gave me the formula again and told me, pound the elixir of life and give it to those who are worthy and seek you out. And in return, we will give you a companion that will stay and help you for all your days. And that is why, pound, scrabble, scrabble, pound, scrabble, scrabble, I must continue to mix the elixir of life and give it to those who are worthy. And I tried to give it to your friend up there, but she refused. And now I am the cause for her own worry, for she does not want to leave me. Because for the first time, pound, scrabble, scrabble, pound, scrabble, scrabble, I have a friend who will keep me company, 
who is not a giant rabbit who continually pounds scrabble scrabble pounds scrabble scrabble mixes up this giant globulous mound of mochi so why don't you go with her i stop. can't stop if i stop then the elixir stops and the gods will become angry and they will revoke my immortality so what you're saying is we kill create, the gods why would the gods want to create more immortal beings my immortality was an accident it was meant for my husband to keep him alive. And instead I took it from him. And so I am punished for stealing one man's immortality. And now I must wait, provide wait, 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 immortality wait, wait, to wait, another. Wait, 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 this man, you, this is not in <laughs> This fucking man is like, hey, I don't want to fucking die, so you got to do all the work. And then she does all the work, and she's afraid of dying, and she uses her own creation. And they're like, no, 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 you must be punished, because women do the work, but they don't get the reward. This is misogyny! <laughs> Moonsogyny? <laughs> I like and then dumbass man goes and dies in hunting accident <laughs> anyway. Just, like, further proving the point that why are men... I'll do you one better. What's our men? I'll do you another better. Why is man? And she's being punished because he should have been immortal forever just because he wanted to fucking be. So now she's being punished and like has to make more immortal people. That makes no sense. So you allow yourself to live in this tortured existence. It's not that I allow myself to live this tortured existence. I am forced to live this tortured existence. If I could give up the elixir of life, I would. But then I would be punished. And to be honest, I'm still afraid of dying. I don't know what's going to happen when I die. So. No one does. Is it worse than being alone? At least I'm not alone anymore. But so you still. Won't be again. Not everyone can stay with you forever. You will not last for long. And is that truly existence? <sighs> yeah, foreshadowing, I know. <laughs> How do you know if you're worthy? I Well, I continue to do the work. How do you determine who is worthy? Well, they must, I just know. I can see the worthiness if I see that their hearts are full of greed and ill desire for immortality. Yeah, immortality I deny them. Always corrupts without fail. Mm, you would be surprised. What about the gods? They're immortal. These gods that you talk about. What about your god? Your I'm not talking about my god right now. Oh, so your god is exempt. <laughs> But all immortals are bad, except yours. I never said she was infallible. Many gods are perceived to be. You speak as if you know everything. I do not know everything. That is obvious. But in my experiences, God damn. immortality only leads to terrible misdeeds. How much experience do you have with immortality? I mean, enough. Two examples. Uh, I mean, there was the whole Strahd I mean, thing. Yes, plenty of vampires. Ton of tons of vampires. Were um, there really tons of vampires that were immortal? 
buildable. I mean, all, I mean, yeah, not anymore. Um, not anymore. We, we fought Nair de Boggan. Well, yeah, he was an immortal, sort of, kind of. Not anymore. Not anymore. But we are god slayers in this department. In this instance, look at these gods. They damned her for doing what any sane person would do. She saved herself in a moment that she would have died. That's why they sent you to the reflecting pool. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> These gods were, you know, all fucking mad that she did something, and then you're all like, oh, I didn't set the place on fire, so... <laughs> and you let that eat you alive. Yeah, but I chose to do that. It was a choice. And I chose people over an immortal. Thank you very much. Oh, sorry, DM stuff. No, it's okay. No, it's okay. Stoltis is still just kind of flabbergasted about being on the fucking moon, so... So you saved yourself, and they damned you. Yes, because it was not meant for me. Pound, scrabble, scrabble, pound, scrabble, scrabble. Was... He worthy? I can't really say... I didn't have the sight I have now until very recently, so... Well, I doubt. <laughs> As you're aware, there are people on your doorstep who are looking for this power, I'm sure. Yes, and they must not pound, scrabble, scrabble, pound, scrabble, scrabble. Receive it. What can you do to prevent them from doing that? Nothing. I have to keep pounding the elixir of life into essence. If I falter for a moment, then I will still have to go and get the ingredients and start over again. I am stuck in this endless loop of constantly making the elixir, and even if I do stop, I am forced by nature and by providence to go and collect the ingredients to make it again. I, I am a living being living an autonomous cycle of life endlessly. Is it what you want? No, but I rare but people rarely get what they want. What do you want? <laughs> I want to be free. I saw, I saw. Okay. Oh, do I offer is the question. I don't need to offer. situation and then decide what we can do to help her. Take preventative measures first and then start trying to solve People her. like Victor can't have this. People in general should not have this. This I is agree. unnatural. So how do we stop that from happening? <laughs> <laughs> you say that in game. Yeah. Gesture and everything. Mm -hmm. I imagine you like your plumage like kind of puffs a little mm -hmm. bit and it's like Are you this. fucking kidding me? I am me? being absolutely serious. Oh my god, you're not going to do I'm just going to try it. to just take it. 
So, oh. while you are all arguing oh, amongst yourselves, no. Mike, I am going to kill your fucking character. I'm not, not even kidding. I'm not be allowed to just take it. This is... Oh, oh no. We'll take care of it. Don't worry. Suddenly, his hand reaches into the mortar, snatches up the mooncake, and he suddenly puts it in his mouth and eats it. And... The moon lady and the rabbit of the moon, I will say is his name, look in abject horror as he swallows the elixir. To be fair, she was still working on it, so it's not even finished. Well, she's always it's, working on it. Like, she's yeah, always working on it, but then it's like, always when finished she finishes, as long as she keeps when working she on it. she finishes it and gives it to someone, then she gets the ingredients again. So it's, we'll she see. was still working on it. So, it's so um, it's, Mikey, make a... Um, <clears throat> um, <coughs> make a um, constitution saving throw for that me, please. Sense. Would that count on 23 player characters? <coughs> it says a beast specifically. I don't know, Blaze Girl's a bit of a beast. But he's technically not because okay. of. <laughs> Congratulations! You have successfully digested the elixir of life. You are, by all means, immortal. Biologically immortal. He can still die. We shall Lobsters see. are biologically immortal. <laughs> they can still die. <laughs> also, that voice in your head is very angry with you for... Just eating it, and that... Uh, you had another voice in your head? One that I wasn't know knowing about. For not putting it in the super special what jar. What the hell are you doing? My weapon's drawn. My trident is absolutely drawn right now. Because I was just talking about Yeah, he's about pretty... It. At this point, he's <clears throat> absolutely, like, alienated himself. Oh, no. Oh, he no. works for Vector. Oh, no. Oh, no. Stoltis... Oh, okay. Um... Okay, I would like to take this opportunity. Stoltz Mike, I'm going to be honest. Your character might die because of this. That's fine. I, I, I'm going to put this right here. Stoltis is definitely <laughs> facing some severe, like, <coughs> essentially PTSD, because Garouk would have done the exact same fucking thing. Yeah. And, oh, I don't know. Um. Mm. Oops. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Uh-huh. No, I'm, I'm not. Oh! Oh, and Millicent's there too, so. Oh no, all these. Oh fuck, I'm gonna have to. No. Oh fuck. I'm gonna have to. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> Stoltz draws his sword and press, like, moves forward and pit, like, presses it up against Blazerail's throat. What the fuck are you doing?! So, so, nothing told you to do anything. Are you insane? I would like to point out, I, especially once he's confronting him, I would like to pull out my bow. Noted. I guess everybody is. Please, real. This is unnatural. This is not meant for us. Yes. Can I bestow a curse upon him? <gasps> Another one. Yeah. Uh, I have that spell. Sure. 
Sonny, anything you want to sprinkle on top of that? Just go up and kick him in the shin or something. <laughs> Stupid! Punch his dick! Twist his dick! I would gently, like, <coughs> put my hands on Stultus, like, move him aside, because I have to touch the creature to curse them. Okay. So I would just kind of move Stultus and go to touch Blaze Real. He'd have to make a wisdom saving throw. exhaustion except for the last level of which exhaustion is which is death death I will say will forever be a stranger to him will he be able to like regain any of his spell slots by resting though well you don't really use spell slots so no. he can only okay. rest if he lives up to being worthy is the, is the curse so, so if, he's, if he does something that is not worthy he will not be able to rest and therefore will be exhausted but by what standard is worthy. Well, by, we don't know by stealing the elixir of life, I would already argue that he is already not worthy because it is meant to be gifted, not stolen. So he already has that stacked against him. But it's the DM discretion. I mean, the last person who took So it. he still gets the benefit of being immortal, which is annoying, but it does knock him down a peg and makes him suffer the entire way. Not suffer, like, but a, it keeps my character feeling better because I know that he actively, like, has to work towards that. Which he could argue even that, like, he would have anyway. 
but it's like a fail-safe. And he's against all immortals, but if the immortal has to work towards being worthy, it might appease him. You know, it's really, I'm cursing him, but it's also trying to save his place in the party. Does that make sense? Like, out game, that I'm trying sense, to think of a yeah. solution that keeps him in the party, but we're all pissed off at him? That's fine. I will, I will definitely work on a system of keeping that balance in check and trying to determine what worthiness is. Yeah. And since he has already, as you said, and as you've made clear... But it also clear, keeps, like, if, if, I mean, we are st- we since he came back to us, we've been unclear on his allegiance. Right, like, and yeah, this is for. really bad. And so if he does something for that person that would be unworthy or against the cause, then, then he would suffer. Like, does that make sense? So it's like... But if he, if it's one of those, well, if you don't do anything wrong, you have nothing to fear type thing. It's a failsafe. Yeah, so. I get you. I get it you. Is, it is not mm. meant to, it's a curse, but it's not meant to condemn, but it really depends on how he behaves. And that gives him the freedom to still make his own decisions, but he's either got to decide, do I go against the curse and still have my immortal stuff and whatever, but have to do some extra work and some negatives, or do I have to do something I really don't want to do? but then I don't have any negatives, you see? So, like, it's a... I will allow this. I will allow this. Like I was going to say, this is just my thought, but if it's... No, I love it. So, (laughs) suddenly, you feel a weight come across your shoulders as she places this curse upon you. You have this sinking feeling in your soul that you have personally failed... yourself possibly your allies perhaps even the universe itself and it feels as if someone has tied an anchor to your heart and soul and you can feel its weight dragging you down so Wake up! <laughs> I mean, Jabberwock has, at this point, his jaw is just... just yeah. <laughs> what did that solve? She's just gonna go out and make another batch of it. Was, was the prospect of immortality that tempting for you? That you would defy reality? It felt like we could use it. For what?! How we didn't like it. Loathed it even. We don't make decisions by one person's own sense of conscience. And without even talking about it. And how is it going to help anyone else? And you've been gone. You've been gone and you come back and the first thing you do is claim immortality for yourself. And this, 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 this voice... That you're talking about? What's what's that all about? I don't know. It came out of nowhere. And you listen to it? <laughs> Fuck, dude. I to be, I know one thing. I, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I understand the temptation. I understand that whisper, promising power, and wanting to take that. I've made that mistake. Ooh, chips. 
and I would be happy to even like pull back and like the white yeah. like it, it looks like a, it's more like a white burn. I'm sure at this mm-hmm. point. I get you. I've made this mistake. This is not right. What you did was betraying all of our trust. Because now you're gonna take it out on Victor. Then what happens after that? What happens when Victor's out of the picture? Who do you go after next? Is it gonna be me? No. Is it gonna be her? Is it gonna be Sunny? Then who? Who? I haven't decided yet. And that's what makes you dangerous. Yep. Fuck. Because you can decide tomorrow morning that I'm your enemy. You guys will never be my enemy. So You've who? always been family. Never say no. I don't even know you. <clears throat> I need a minute. He's gonna sheath his sword and leave the group of the air, you know, the air and then do the staring up at uh, Esther up in the horizon there. So in the midst of um, cooling down the tension, um, the maiden is speechless and she says, well, uh, Oh, I'm so dumb! So begins the work again. I'm You'll... so dumb. What? I forgot the spell I took last session that I totally could have just done. It literally rewinds time and makes you not take the last action that you took. And I thought it's too late now. But I'm so dumb! I'm sorry, I failed you all! Zawaudo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dumb! I've come to bargain! <laughs> That's cool, though. Yeah. That's gonna be really fun later. Yeah. The maiden uh, collects collects her things, drops her pestle into the mortar. The rabbit comes to her side, and she says, "Well, time to make the trek again." And she be- you know, begins her walk to after the. After you've just seen that it was taken. After you know that the problems we just discussed are indeed possible. I am bound to my task. I am bound. If I can take it up with the gods, I will. But for now, I am... How? They visit occasionally. It's been a while, but... But for now, I... cannot do anything else. I'm can sorry. Them? I will try. There is a shrine I go to as well on the dark side of the moon. I'll lay an offering there and seek counsel before I take my ingredients. Maybe they will intercede on my behalf, but either way, I must make the journey. I must continue the dirge. Then I will join you. It is many months. Walk. someone follow you and take these ingredients by force as we just saw. It's a good way to make more monsters. I cannot allow you to come with me. Only the rabbit can come with me. No one else. It's even more dangerous to show the raw ingredients of the mooncake. Oh my god, does the rabbit like grow even bigger and becomes a giant mouth? That's amazing. Lots of kidnapped this rabbit and turn into a rabbit myself. <laughs> 
So, I bid you farewell. I wish you good luck in all your endeavors, and... I can't just let you leave. What would you do? Try to kill me? No. There's nothing to... There's nothing to be done. I must go. And if I do not go, then terrible things will happen. Like what? It is the nebulous... I don't know what would happen, but something terrible. They warn me. So let them. I will not let another innocent person die for this. I can't let you. It's their decision, not yours. It's not your fault for what they choose to do. They have frightened you, and you suffer a horrible existence out of the fear of what they might do to other people. That is. This is so much more different than Tyler was anticipating. I feel so bad. Sorry. No, you're... That is no way to live. I... Living as a normal being was something I forsook. I left forsaken. You defended yourself. You didn't have a choice. People like him, they have choices. And they always make the wrong choice. Not always. What was that then? A chance. A chance at what? I know what it's like to be afraid and to make decisions based out of fear. And I too know what it is like to forsake a normal human life. It's already forsaken. I know. Our paths are not that different. We are worlds apart, my dear. For you still have free will. I am bound to a track that begins and ends on the eclipse. I cannot dawdle any further. I must go. And if you try to follow me, you may risk your own destruction. I warn you not to follow. Please. I warn you not to leave. I do not wish to hurt you. Hurt me all you wish. I will not die. No. Then I greet pain as a new friend, for death is forever a stranger. Is she trying to walk away? She is going to start walking. What if I could give you a choice? It might be futile, but I'll listen. What choice do you offer? If I could offer you protection... Of what sort? Protection from the gods themselves? Protection from whatever beings they send in their stead, as I know too often that cries to gods go on. (sighs) (sighs) Maybe the gods will grant me this. I will stay here in the caldera, and I will wait. But I will not do another thing more until the invaders that have come here are removed. 
Be it by peace or by violence, I care not which. It no longer matters to me. But I will wait. I will stay. But I do not (laughs) promise that when they are gone, that I will not continue my task as preordained. But I will consider your offer. That I will promise. I will at least consider it. So she stands next to the mortar and pestle, and the bunny is shaking in obvious anxiety. Choices up to this point. (laughs) Like, (laughs) all right, go take care of it. Care of what? You heard her. The invaders. Go on, get. Emotional death! (laughs) Everything has a price. He's gonna nod and just walk out without saying anything. The price was our trust and you lost it. (laughs) (laughs) Big ol' sip of dumb bitch juice. Hoping you would fail the con save and just spit it right back out. It would just. Oh, I thought it might just kill him. Like burst into flames or something. I mean, yeah, it caused some damage, but I'm not that cruel to say it instantly kills you. I don't know, that one would have been pretty funny. It just killed him. Yeah, he rolled a fucking nat 20. I'm like, oh, fuck me. And it's a sleight of hand, too. What I'm already the meat shield. <laughs> what, what combat? Send him in. But you're the yeah, more impressive meat shield now, baby. Yeah. yeah. But right. you still feel pain, so it's gonna suck. Woo! So Dead you <laughs> and bigger, more yeah. swole. Anyway, so Blaze, you make the long trek from this caldera to where these um, Victorians and hippopotamus gift people. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, <laughs> I mean, I, I would, I, yeah, I walked outside. I, do I uh, run into Stoltis at all? Yeah, he was being edgy by himself for a minute. I needed a minute, okay. Yeah, well, he's trying to have an interaction with you. Well, so. he can certainly try. Cold, oh, Jesus Christ. So, um, I guess you two kind of pass within orbit of each other before you go. Orbit, moon. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'm funny. funny. You didn't intend that. Maybe I did, Nicholas. Okay, so Bleachio comes out. Yep. I'll start walking, uh, and I'm going to stop not looking at him, and then say, it'll work out, I promise. I give you my word that I will never harm you guys. 
I've heard that before. Oof. Jesus Christ! It was just supposed to be a fun little, you know, reference. Like, we're well, all on the moon, and we're all like, "Dark side of the moon, bitch." It's like God. This was. This was. Tyler, this Tyler's was, just the name of the guy holding the gun this, crying because he really didn't want to be in this position. This was just yeah. a, this was just supposed to be a cute reference to like Asian mythology and the rabbit in the moon and mm-hmm. you know he pounds the mochi into making the elixir of life oh, and whatever. So sorry. And then Blazeril had to steal it. I mean, ha- I mean, okay. I put the carrot stick in front of him and said, "There's a magic jar in your bag. Roll a, a sleight of hand to see if you put it in." And he's like, "Well, could I just eat it?" I'm like. Sleight of hand. Nat 20. Fuck! Oh my god. <laughs> and then con, con save. <laughs> and it's oh. like. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, like, I wanted to give you something nice. <laughs> 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 yes. More trauma. It's a episode. <laughs> yeah. trauma. trauma. It's the world of trauma, and I goddamn know it. I was like, why do I it. still fucking DM this campaign? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I do, because I love you all so much, and I love it. But all, at the same time, it's like, ah! So. I was like, didn't need to find that encounter that I planned, because it's fucking gone now! <laughs> so. So. Fuck. Damn it, Nick. Stoltz basically told him to fuck off his So, yeah, Stoltz is like... <laughs> Stoltz... Uh, good God. Um, Stoltz has uh, said his piece. You are on your way. You find your way to the um, large construction site with the Victorian soldiers and the hippopotamus gift men. And, um, um, oh, let me pull up something here. Faster than I can say, Uvwa. Oh, it was not faster than that. God damn it! Anyway, <clears throat> what is there? You know, the one thing they never put on any of these um, monster stats is passive perception. But let's see, perception is. Perception is whiz. Plus ten. God damn it, here. <laughs> what on earth are you laughing about? What? Sorry. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ Almighty! Give me a glass of water. Oh my God. Um. um <clears throat> so. You are not in any way trying to be stealthy. What's in there? All right. Um, well, the first um, gif man, hippo man. Sorry, I keep, I keep, continue. <laughs> no, I want to know. No, nope, I'll tell you when you're older. <laughs> God damn it, I'm old enough now. <clears throat> I'm about a day older than you. God damn Three it. Days. Three days. Three days! <laughs> Three days we made that potato salad. <laughs> the gif hippopotamus man 
man, one of them, sees you and says, Order! Why do they talk like this? What are you doing out here? Jesus Christ. Cheese and rice. Billy Crystal. He said, What are you doing out here? Keeping a promise. (laughs) Well, that seems only (laughs) specific. May I ask, what promise you are keeping? In terms of what? And are you saying who's in charge of uh, our armed forces or in charge of their convoluted project that we've been hired to protect? Allow me to introduce myself. <clears throat> I am Sergeant Walter Horace II. I knew you sir. Pleasure, Mr. Blazer. You seem very nice. Yeah, that's why I'm coming out. Mike's gonna kill everybody. <laughs> uh, so, I have a question. Uh, yes. What is your guys' plan here? We're building oh, a cannon. A cannon, yes. We are building a giant cannon. My job and job of my fellow gift men. I am not ignoring you, Gregory. Stop it. <laughs> <coughs> My purpose is to protect the cannon. Their purpose is to build the bloody thing and uh, eventually fire it. Where are you guys firing it to, anyway? Well, hopefully it never has to be fired, honestly. But, is considering... It oh, yes, it's a precautionary measure. We are firing it outside of the general space of your <coughs> general atmosphere. I suppose so. Uh, what with the interest into into what's the word? Um, Reginald, what's that word for? Um, in betweening between the the spheres, interference. No, I don't think that's it. I think you're thinking interference. Uh, ho- um, no, not horse. Horse, you're a dumb bloke. Um. Colin, Colin, what's that word? I think you're thinking of interstellar spell jamming. Well, that's right, interspell jamming. Interstellar spell jamming, yes. What with, um, you know, your world finally being available to the general public, you'd figured people want to trade, not point giant guns at people. Well, <laughs> and he pulls out his musket and says, Ah! <coughs> Good blow, good blow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, who doesn't love to point a big, shiny weapon at somebody once in a while? Absolutely. Oh, yes. So. I think we'll get on swimmingly back in the savannah, oh, yes. Where are you guys from? I've never seen your type of kind around. Oh, we're from uh, several far satellites, uh, far from here. I would say about uh, three or so spell jumps from this uh, particular quadrant. Uh, that is to say, we come from Githawen. So you're not from Esther? 
Oh, heavens no. Never even heard of it until it appeared on our star chart. Everybody thought this entire sector was collapsed by an intergravitary inter, inter um, Colin, what's that word? Black hole, sir. That's right. We thought this was a black hole. Oh. Large dense field of uh, inter inter a large field of magical gravity centering in a point of absolute uh, oblivion. What is it? By God, man, I'm thirsty. I think it's about time to uh, wet the whistle, as it were. You care to join me for a pint? They provide damn good <laughs> beer. What? Sure, let's go get a pint. And maybe we can see who's in charge. Can't we settle this over the pint? Well, we're here again. I've got to remind you. Um, Colin, no, I'm not asking for a fact. I'm asking for a tankard. Make it two big ones. You know, big for me, bigger for him. We're gonna get this. We're gonna get this shrimp pissed. Anyway. Uh, okay. How tall are they? I know they're hippos, so they're probably. They are giants. Yeah, that makes sense. They, 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 they make you look like a dwarf in comparison. Fuck. Okay. So he gets a giant tankard. You get an even bigger giant tankard. They fill it up with ale. It's the it's the really dark stuff. Oh, it's really good stuff, you know. The Victorians, they always provide very good stuff along with uh, plenty of money. You know, and lots of guns, you know. We love guns. Seems like it. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, I'm sure you could tell by this piece. It's a Wallitzer Wallop 295. It's my prize and beauty. Of course, the guns that they have, they're so small. But, you know... All the same, they keep telling us that they're going to work on large, gift-sized weapons of mass destruction. We've yet to receive them, but... So, you're not threatening Esther, you're threatening something else? Uh, according to the Victorians, we're not a part of the actual operation to fire the damn thing. We're just here to... Protect it. Protect it, yes. Uh, excuse me. So, anyway, um, uh, getting back to your question, as I've said, there's um, a problem with your question. Are you saying who's in charge of the gift side of the operation protecting the thing, or who is in charge of the actual building of the thing? Uh, I'd probably say both, but let's start with one of them. Which one? Let's go with the guest first. Well, uh, most of my orders come down from uh, General Holitzer. Uh, he's over in the tent having a bath. At the moment. He takes too many damn baths, as you ask me. Now, if I were general of this operation, I would not be sitting around in baths all day. No, I would take plenty of mud baths on the side. Not just bubble baths and lavender. I always thought it was a bit, um, um, pinky-doo if you catch my drift. Wait. I don't get his drift. <laughs> I'm not there. Did he just call his commanding officer gay? <laughs> so pretty. Uh, some people like bubble baths, I guess. Do you take bubble baths? No, it's... Then you're a damn good man. Because I don't take bubble baths either. I prefer the good old mud bath, if you ask me. Keeps the That's pests off. Me too! <laughs> 
So anyway, yes, General Horlitz is in charge of the protection operation side of it, uh, as <coughs> well as his um, Minister of Finance, uh, um, Colonel uh, Waldruff. And then there's me, I'm the sergeant. And then uh, you've met Colin, Lieutenant. And then uh, there's Private uh, Gunyan. And um, that's about it. I'm going to have to remember all these fucking names. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he kills them all. But if you are, if you are, if you ask me, if you ask me, the best thing about this job is that we don't really have to do much. It gets a bit boring, but at least there's the beer, you know. So it, you guys are literally just protecting us. As I said, yes. So. We just march around, point our guns at the nebulous void and desert of this fucking hell, and then they keep pounding away with the robots and machines, building a giant yeah. cannon that's <laughs> not even pointed toward anything that you can kill. It's a waste of time and money, if you ask me. Thing the Emperor's gone, uh, uh cuckoo walnuts. <laughs> that's funny, because, you know, mechanical state of shit. Pardon what? Cuckoo. Cuckoo what? Cuckoo walnuts. You called him cuckoo. Yeah, cuckoo walnuts, that's what I said. Never mind. I'm cuckoo for cocoa puffs. <laughs> right. So, would you... You think it's pointless, basically? Pretty much. I mean, if you're going to build a candish or something, you've got ample targets down over there. But no, he says we're pointing it towards space, towards people coming in. I s and I think to myself, after the general relays all this information during one of his evening dinner parties. Evening dinner parties, pinky Brit. Anyway. Dinner parties, where was I? Yes, he mentions that, I think to myself. You know, people are going to be scared doing inter-space trade or whatever. What's it? Damn it, Colin. Inter-space spell-jamming trade with a giant gun on the fucking moon. Hmm. Moon's loaded. What? <laughs> Moon's loaded. So, say, let's just give it a... Well, don't look at me. I think, uh, you know, you had me at Cuckoo Walnuts. Could you guys be persuaded? To do war? Protect harder and flash our guns faster? No, no, not that. Mm -hmm. To go against the Victorians. Well, who's paying? And how much? And is the beer any good? And do they have lots of guns, and gunpowder, and grenades, and ballistic missiles? I would love, I would kill for ballistic missile, let me tell you. Have you ever seen one? No. You, <coughs> you people are too backwards to know ballistic missiles. They are big, shiny, silver bullets of absolute death and destruction. They require a lot of smart people to operate, but it's always a great thing to watch the smart people fiddle with the shiny buttons and the things and watch that rock silver bullet of death and destruction blow up a basketball hoop. Oh, you don't know what basketball is. I was say, what's a basketball hoop? 
There's a hoop that you throw a basketball through. What's a basketball? Are you setting us up for fucking Space Jam? <laughs> <laughs> against against the space hippos, yes. <laughs> Holy fuck! A basketball. It's like an. It's an, a giant orange. Well, not giant. Depends on who's playing. Uh, it's a large-ish ball that is orange and striped, and you. Th- and you and you throw it into a basket made out of knitted strings, uh, and sometimes people play horse and pony gotcha. with it and score points. Spell out the word horse, doing several baskets. It's, it's it's a whole thing. It's really complicated and weird. I don't I don't like it. I prefer croquet. Hell, I. You know what I prefer? Cannon golf. It's like golf. But you shoot the ball out of a cannon, and you hope to hit an orbiting asteroid. And if you hit it right, and it blows up brilliantly because of all the propane, oh my god! <sighs> cannon golf. Now that's what I miss. Oh wait, you don't have golf on Esther. Shame. It's a good sport. I hear some uh, drunk bloke did it. Because he was angry at golfers or something. Now, if I had cannon golf, it would be great if there were space golfers. Because then you could blow up those space golfers with cannons. Where was I? Oh, yes. Who's paying? How's the beer? And do they got ballistic missiles? <coughs> or any gun will do. But ballistic missiles I would die for. His name is Vector. I know it sounds like a lot like Victor, but it's not him. Okay, how much is he willing to pay? I don't know, I'd have to ask him. But Well, uh, if you want an estimate you can bring to him, I will say our current rate of pay is um, two hundred gold pieces a day, plus a shipment of fifty guns. 500 barrels of gunpowder and 52 crates of grenades. Jesus Christ. That's a lot. God. <laughs> okay, I'll... This sounds like yeah. just fucking... Never mind, I probably shouldn't go there. <laughs> okay, I'll definitely relay that to him. But I should probably get back to my friends. Oh, you got friends here. It's not just you. You're not one of them, what you call them, space devils. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you have to bring them over. I'll see what I, I'll see what I can do. Perfect. Thank you for the tanker. Ah, oh, no, you got to leave the tanker here. It's not for keeps. Oh gosh, okay. But the beer is free, so. Turn up, man. Uh, good seeing you. <coughs> Good meeting you too. Anytime we need. Uh, oh my god, I forgot this guy's name. General. Um, no, no, he's sergeant. This yeah, is the sergeant. Sar- oh. This is sergeant. Sergeant there. Walter Reginald the third. Wait, was he really a sergeant? He really was a sergeant. Sergeant. Anytime you need sergeant Walter Reginald the third, you just um, hoop and holler or give a good honk. Okay, Thank but you. I kind of want to play one of these guys. <laughs> I just want to be a big hippo, dude. 
you can actually you can actually build them. I'm pretty sure. Uh, well, because like actual gift are different though. What? Actual gift, yeah. I mean, it's totally fine, but. Are Are you thinking gif versus gif? Is it gif? Like fucking graphics interchange format? With an extra F, yes. What? Definitely a GIF, though. Yeah, it's it is it is GIF. It is not GIF. It is totally GIF. The I hip, will fucking kill the, your the hippo people like are <laughs> the hippo people are called GIF. You're fucking lying. No, and then there's another race of people called the. This whole the, time I thought you like took the GIF Yankee race. No, no, they're all the they're a whole separate thing. The, there is GIF and there is GIF. I know, I'm like, boy, that's not going to get confusing. (laughs) They look exactly like Tyler speaks like. Oh my god, I'm making my next character. I probably head back after talking to him though. Alright, so you head back, and I hope the group has somewhat cooled down after this experience. Well, I'm going to be pissed at him for eternity. (laughs) He comes back. So I literally was just, just saying two seconds I fucking hate immortals and people who take and immortality then and then he just went and grabbed the immortality there is zero chance I will ever be everybody, okay with this character Tyler just wants us to be okay. like everybody betray me and you know what I don't even care but no we care a lot <laughs> I care a lot where the fuck is the gift why is it not on here it might not be on is it not? Okay, well, I'm going to find the information. Sorry. Anywho, so he comes back. He comes back. I've been meditating this time at this point. I was like, oh my god, you fucking salvage this. I hate that my players are cutthroat right now. <laughs> I just wanted to play Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> Come on and slam! <laughs> so, Blaze is back, everybody. I'd, I'd look at Stoltis and be like, So, the gif aren't too bad to deal with. <laughs> they make money. So basically, they're uh, paid-to-work people. Well, hippo people. Mercenaries. Yes. All they do is protect it. They don't really give a shit about it. They could literally be bribed or paid to work for us. Ah, uh, yes, but those are so trustworthy. Then what happens when someone pays them more? Then we kill them. Victor's got money. Who's going to be putting their bill? I was thinking Victor. Tyler, how many of them are there? It's like Victor, but with an E. (laughs) (laughs) The E stands for emotional Victor. Evil! (laughs) Every villain! Every villain is lemons. Uh, so, um, how many of the you you asked how many of the gif are there? Yeah. Um, from what you can see, there are three within sight, very distantly, as little gray hippo dots. I propose that now that Stoltus has seen one, that he turns into a hippopotamus. Can he turn into a hippopotamus? I can wild shape into any animal that... I don't know, because they're considered, like... Bipedal? 
bipedal per, uh, humanoids. Yeah, I would say, and you've never really seen a hippo either. Hippos are kind of not native to right. Esther, so not not for this level. I've got a level la- or a spell later on that I could turn into literally anything I wanted to. But we'll Damn. come back to that when I am super super cool. Mm. You expect Vector that boy to command an army of hippo folk against Victor. Would you rather they be on the other side? I would rather there was no hands in play in this. I would rather the concept of immortality was not something that was handled with such thoughtless actions. Thank you. Victor came to me about immortality multiple times. Strahd spoke of immortality. We are meant to die. Some of us live longer than others, but the natural life cycle must end so that new life can be reborn. So, um, <clears throat> getting, getting back to Sonny's question about the hippo people, um, there's three of them. Did you want to do something about that? No, I was just trying to like keep in mind how many there were when he brought up the, I mean, if they with- turn on us, then we can fight them, because if there's... 20 fucking hippo people plus more. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't know if he, he told you. I will say that there are, I counted at least let's see the general. I'd probably be very The colonel, the sergeant, lieutenant, and probably five. There are five hippo people. But you, you can see three of the five You didn't, you didn't realize people. how upset that the people that you spend like all of your time with would be considering, and they literally vocally said it two seconds before you ate the mooncake thing. So, I don't know how observant you are, but... Jesus Christ, Greg, these are some spicy meatballs. What? What? (laughs) (laughs) Excuse you? Don't think about it too hard. (laughs) Your brain might explode. Anyway, just the, the, the fresh memes I'm getting here are just so... Spicy, yes. Maybe that's the wrong term for it. I don't care anymore. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> I love you all. I love you all so much. <laughs> so, um... We are dealing with existential crisis stuff here. Um, Just a wee tip. So, I don't know if anyone else is on the side of TikTok where it's like, Harry, tell me something that'll make me angry. Yup, that'll do it! It's just all of us at mic right now. Mike doing the very mic thing. Yup, that'll do it! Couldn't send that in like gift format, so I had to verbalize it. 
Fuck. Israel, what <coughs> do you expect to happen when Victor or Vector or whoever... What happens when somebody can no longer provide for the people they employ? Genuinely trying to Google disabled people on Hero Forge now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck, man. What are you doing? He's gonna um, respond to Stoltis and say, I'm not completely sure, but I might just find out. Don't you think that before doing what the voice told you, you should have? Scarlet's just, just gonna look at Stoltus and just blink. Blink, 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 blink. Blink, 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 blink. <laughs> In his defense, he at least knew who he was talking to. Did he really know them? <laughs> We've had this conversation. <laughs> He's like, shut the fuck up! <laughs> I had a name. Stoltus is in dad mode. Like, do as I say, not as I do. I'm not gonna think. But to be fair, we also all roasted the hell out of you during that too. But like in story, it was it was really good. All right. So Blaze is going to go think. Go think. I'm gonna go walk around the backside. Which he probably should have done before. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so. You enter into the conversation. You recognize the voice. It is the voice that gave you the rank that you currently own. And he says, the voice says, failure of returning the elixir notwithstanding, this mercenary force may present ample ammunition for my plans. Offer them what they most crave as gift. Not just guns, not just money. Offer them a better rank. In your pocket you will find a letter. Hand it to the general and let him come to a decision. I feel he may not be able to resist the offer I have for him. What is the offer? 
to take him from general to admiral, to give him a new rank. For if there's anything the gif love more than money and guns, it is honorifics and medals and insignias. Don't fail me again. Why did you want the elixir? That is for me to know. <laughs> Red flag! <laughs> That's what I did. Uh, the fact uh, you did not deliver it as I requested is at best a momentary inconvenience. When you are finished with your business, both this current letter and the letter you have yet to deliver to the opposition against Victor, you will return to me and you will do something about that elixir. We can do something about it once I kill Victor. We will do something about it when I say we do something about it. You done fucked up. I will have that elixir, or you will no longer have a life to live, <laughs> immortal or otherwise. Why? Why? I don't understand why you would want this. It is not your position to know. Just know that I de desire it and wish to have it. The principle doesn't matter. The principle is this. Do as I ask, or I will strip you not only of your rank, but your very life and the elixir itself. <coughs> Maybe we shouldn't have done the thing your voice said. That's Tyler's whole theme of this campaign. Don't talk to strangers. Especially if they're in your head. <laughs> and then they continue to do the thing that Tyler is like, Hello, this is a trap! It's a trap! <laughs> you fool! And then we're like, Dumbass. It's like, Well, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Haunted houses and stuff, <laughs> right. and like horror movies, when you're just begging them to like, do the common sense thing, and they're like, Nah, this is cool. And then they're the first to die. That That's sign us. won't help me because I can't. Yeah, it's us. I'd probably say to Vector that I'll get the letter to him. Very good. If all this works out well, and if my vision is as trustworthy as I believe it is, you may have your own chance at seeking revenge. I will assure and make it so that you have your revenge. All you have to do is do as I ask, and vengeance will finally be yours. That is all. Snaps. 
I'm gonna go back up front. Talk to Stoltis. Okay. Stoltis. You can use mending, correct? Yes. Is the letter sealed? It is. It is sealed with a wax seal. He's going to give you the letter and say, this is what Vector offers. To who? To the gift. He also threatened me to get the elixir. How would he know that we were going to be here for you to meet the gift? I mean, he was the one that told me about the elixir, but I took it instead, because... Gonna dig that hole a bit deeper, ain't we? <laughs> and why should I trust you? I'm telling you about this, aren't I? Ha ha ha! Lazriel, I may not look it, but I'm a lot older than you think. I have more experiences than you can imagine. I have seen the world tear itself apart more times than you have seen the sky. I am the war axe. I lived in a tree, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I speak for the trees. They're dying, bitch. They're dying. I have learned the hard way to trust my gut and to not take everybody's word at face value. Give me one reason why I should trust you and open this envelope. I only wish for the party's safety. <laughs> you son of a bitch, I'm in! <laughs> I only want... entire group decide. Okay. And he's just going to take the letter and walk away and head into the cavern with the <sighs> He's going to place it down. I don't know he's got like a little table or something in there. I, I suppose you could put it on the edge of the uh, mortar. Alright, I'll put it on the mortar then and he'll just kind of look around. Blazio gave me this. Said it's a letter to these individuals here offering them some sort of deal. It's not opened. It hasn't been delivered. He has asked that we read it and see if it's worth giving it to them. If they were to receive it with the offer from Vector, 
they would work most likely for him. So that sounds like it's just another problem. And he threatened me. Power belongs to the people, not any ruler. I do not wish to see or swear allegiance to any one ruler. Especially one that just wants to rule with an iron fist and with power. And a weird looking eye. It's more of a, yeah, it's more of a creepy fist. <laughs> the bony finger. So, we take it to a vote. Do we open it? I say fuck yeah! Let's see what this shit says! Translation Tyler's like, COME ON! <laughs> I don't see what harm it would do opening it. Especially because... Ladies and you're not talking right now. Foof! You've spoken enough. Foof! Biff! I don't see the harm in at least opening it. It'll probably help us to know what it says. It could be cursed. It could be cursed. Barovia is a poisonous place, and the people who... Present company excluded, of course. Those who reside there tend to share the same poison. You didn't even hear me. What? I was talking about you! <laughs> Sorry! He so was vouching I, for you, my dude. I was distracted by my hippo person. <laughs> I was just saying the people of Barovia, <laughs> present party or present company excluded, are typically poisonous too. He's saying that you're a good person, you dumbass. Like, I totally misunderstood what you said then. Because that sounded like you were dogging on No, it was vouching for you. You do not understand context because you were fixating on people. (laughs) (laughs) Whose fault is that, Tyler? Don't blame this on me. You can't just give me hippo people and not expect me to be ecstatic. I didn't know you you had a thing for fucking hippos, man. I, I don't. Yeah, I... Well, you're acting like you do. If it was crab people. <laughs> yeah, if it was if, if it was time for crab. If it was crab people, you would totally be like You would you would be you would be hyper fixating okay. on the okay. fucking so, crab people. Greg, what did you say? Yeah. He's okay. basically saying that the people in Barovia, except for you, are poisonous dick fucks. Darkness can bring out the worst in people. And we were all in a lot of darkness for a long time. But when it mattered most, they all banded together. Well, they kind of did. They did yeah. form an army with pitchforks. Like like militia. taken over by Vector? Like... I mean... They, did, they didn't have a choice, really. It was just kind of a... I was going to say, we also don't know what the Hand of Nine does. We discussed it a little bit with the Lich. All we know he is tried that to get us power, to take yeah. it, or he tried to take it, I don't remember. But no, we were like, he... oh, that's a fucking no. No siree. Put that thing back where it came from. Or so help me. <laughs> so help me. There was so... a whole subplot about that that we were just like... No. Monsters Inc. did. That's right. I don't want to put the Tyler hand wanted those two on. so far, but it worked out for his benefit. Now he has two victors to throw at us. Possibly three. If you can, that's true. Otter Beak, yeah. Possibly more because clone shenanigans. True. <laughs> is anyone? Is there anyone here who's not Victor? Yo! No. 
<laughs> You're gonna fucking say a Nord all. You're Victor, he's Victor. I'm Victor, we're all Victor. It'll be Stoltis and Scarlet, like in their old age or whatever, just sitting on the porch, and she's like, oh, and by the way, I was Victor all along! <laughs> it was me! Stoltis is just like, shame. <laughs> So, what's the vote? Open the letter or no? Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, I was about to say, can you, one of you... Uh, Actually, uh, spelled now, because I'm like... Is anyone that has to spellings? That's it. That's what I was going to do. Or a detective I magic. Am, That's it. I am... Bart. We do it all, bitch. <laughs> Bruce, bitch. <laughs> Stegosaurus. Um, Stegosaurus. But honestly, for aesthetics' sake, um, I could make a fox. I just gotta figure out what creature rating that is. I mean, I could make a couple foxes hypothetically, like. A regular wolf is a quarter challenge rating, so I could make eight of those. Oh my um, God. But it, do, it doesn't list foxes, but it's it, these are just sample creatures. I can't imagine a fox has a higher rating than a wolf. I would say they're about the same. I could make giant bats if I wanted to. Fucking bats. Oh, yeah, it's not giant badgers, giant owls. I can just make a bunch of fucking... Uh, Giant animals. animals. <laughs> so what animal are you going to... I'm going to do, do a fox for aesthetic reasons, especially because I have that necklace from Cersei. Right. Okay. Oh my god. So you I make... can technically make eight of them. Sunny's going to make her... Like, I'll just say that you're able to make... I'll just make one if that's cool. That's fine. That's fine. We do Sunny not need eight foxes like, running around in this in this fucking crater. 
It's crazy. Madness. So you summon this magical fox. It approaches the letter. And you command it to open the letter? Yes. Okay. He nuzzles the letter. Open. It's a magic fey being. I think he can handle a wax seal, Gregory. I just thought I was going to pick it up and open shake it. Um, it kind of nuzzles the envelope yeah, and sticks its uh, paw up there and is able to kind of pop the wax seal. Okay. Nothing happens. It's it's just an open letter. I think we highly overthought that. I'm sure. I'm trying to figure out because like I just learned that spell. I was trying to think of like a logistical reason how I learned a spell or not a spell. Probably could have just read it in a book. It just sort of came into you. Yeah. Especially with your current face stuff, it's just. (laughs) You laughed. You laughed because you started laughing. Um, you, um, okay, so it pops open the letter, and I guess Sultis will lean down, pick it up, and pull the letter out of the envelope. Do you acknowledge the good boy? Yes, of course I do. I give it little, like, head pats. How does the fey spectral fox (laughs) thing respond? The ears kind of shrink down as uh, it gets the head pats, and, uh, you know, some magical fairy dust kind of plummets, uh, pops up from the fur. What color is it? uh, A combination of scarlet sprinkles and violet sprinkles. I love it. And then it, it, its ears kind of prick up and it kind of does that Yes. He can hang around for an hour now, by the way. Excellent. (laughs) Awesome. You now have a, a furry fey fox companion. I gotta name it. Oh my god. He's gonna name it Willoughby. Amazing. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, Stoltus, you pick I up. I name it Juniper after that really cute fox song. I fucking oh, love I, Juniper. I also love Juniper. Either way. I finished my hippo. But I'm not gonna so, Stoltis, you pick up the letter, pull it out of the envelope thing, and you read it. Mm-hmm. It basically states everything that Blaze Riel has already related to you. It says, To General Reginald Waldruff Esquire the Seventh, a new opportunity is ready for you on the surface of Esther. We will provide you with the rank of Admiralty along with a substantial 400 gold per day hiring service fee as well as access to as many weapons and munitions as we have available. Yours sincerely Vector of New Cesaria So what I want to know is like do we think that letter contains like magical anthrax or some shit? It could. It could have been cursed. Man, I literally could have just used Mage Hand. Now I forgot what I picked up. Stultus will uh, relay what the letter is. <laughs> but no, I'm going to use a third level spell to make a fox. <laughs> <laughs> I live for the aesthetic. <laughs> Let it be known. Let the record state that I live for the aesthetic. Why use a cantrip when you have a third level spell slot? Honey, it is carved in marble and embossed in gold at this point that you live for the aesthetic. It is as, it is, it is as, it is as much of a fact as the Roman Colosseum is a Colosseum. 
It is just, it is known. <laughs> it is just, yes, and we love you for it. It is truth. Okay, so Stoltz relays the message. Can you know my nickname, Douglas uh, Juice? Because I, that's the second time that I have, like, used juice. the wrong spell. <laughs> New spell, who this? Yep. <laughs> okay, I relays the message to everybody else. You mean relay? I say. Realize. I said relay before, and then I had to repeat myself twice. <laughs> so, yeah, um, the letter states what, ever, what um, Blaze Rail has stated before. And but not those specific numbers, which is concerning to me, even though I don't know it in-game, that those are the exact numbers that What's-His-Nuts asked for. I mean, uh, Blaze, this kind of confirms what uh, Vector told you in your head. The whole... Um, you know, he's willing to offer more. The Victorians are giving them, like, about 200 or so gold pieces a day. He's offering more than twice that. So. So, the thing is, if we do go through with this, we're basically transferring their military might from one problem to another. Correct. And then we just have to deal with them later. So I say we just kill them. <laughs> I'm not hearing a no. I don't, I don't want to murder these people. They're just they're trying to make a living. They're fucking mercenaries. And they're nice. Know. That's the thing. They're nice. But I don't know that they're nice. You gotta meet them. But, like, we can't have them work for... Either. Yeah. So, we tell them, get lost, or we kill them. In the end, we need to remove the Victorians from this... Don't mess with the owl. <laughs> God damn, is that not brilliant? Oh, that's, that's my fucking mom oh, from here on okay. out. Hold on, Israel. <laughs> While you were conversing with the GIF, did you learn anything about this Victorian structure that they're working on? Oh, yeah, it's a cannon. <clears throat> a cannon. Yes, and it's not, weirdly enough, pointing at Esther. It's pointing outside of our... This is no moon. Yeah, why would you want to blow yourself up, Blaze Real? <coughs> of course it's not pointed at Esther. <coughs> Stop others from coming in. Seems like it. But what else is out there? Victor talked about something outside the veil. We're literally on the moon right now, guys. Like, but we have established that it's not just Esther. Like, there's other shit out here, and there's a whole veil. Like, obviously, I'm not saying it exactly like this because Scarlet doesn't talk like this. <laughs> <laughs> she wishes she could sometimes, though. <laughs> for real, for real. But no, like, oh no. <coughs> Problem is, is that. Logically, Greg would be like, yeah, put a fucking cannon on the moon to shoot like the aliens coming in. But Stultus is like, hey, well, Greg slash Stultus is also like, hey, a corrupt, like, militant leader 
with a giant super weapon that he can use to enforce his rule. He's literally just Lex Luthor at this point, dude. Like, I know! Bald bitch. He may shave his head. Oh my god! We need to remove the Victorians from the moon regardless. But if we remove the Victorians, then we have to deal with the gift. Yes. Or we could get them off the They don't seem like... Obviously, they're massive and shit, but they don't seem to be... The fact that they're hippos has just derailed this entire session. <laughs> it has derailed practically both the end of the last session and has derailed the entirety of this fucking uh, session. What that, Tyler? I just thought it would be funny! It was funny. I didn't realize I was going to cause this massive cascade effect. I just thought, oh, that's funny. They're oh hippos. Oh my god, my hippo needs a monocle. Oh my god, no! <laughs> They. So what do we? They don't seem super intelligent. That's fucking yeah, rude. I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you think we can <gasps> talk to them, then we try to talk to them. They seem actually pretty decently nice. Like I said, they're just mercenaries. Just mercenaries. Just mercenaries. I mean, shit. I and I'm just a, a criminal of the Victorian Empire. Nothing. No big deal. <laughs> Personally, I feel like them being mercenaries makes them a little bit more dangerous because they're not acting uh, on their own beliefs. Yeah. They go to the highest bidder. So who's to say if we do give them this money, they don't just turn on us anyway? Statistically, I feel like it's pretty likely that that would happen. Especially if it's Vector. I mean, I did say that he threatened me. I don't blame him. <laughs> Fuck. We are bold tonight. I don't tonight. know what you expected. What's Millicent doing in all this? Millicent is... Shaking her damn head. <coughs> yeah, like, pretty much like... Like... I didn't, she's like, I didn't expect somebody to actually eat the elixir. I didn't actually expect, you know, it, you know, <gasps> I expected. She's flashbacks to Shaltha. Yes. She's having, it is like Shaltha, but at least Shaltha was like angry and you could deal with angry. This is just. I mean, like, uh, Shaltha, like a, like Shaltha a, made a deal with a demon to like protect people. This was just. It was, God. It's just like, oh my. Look, I can keep heaven delayed all I want, but they're going to come knocking anyway. So, and I want, and I want, I want her to be safe, because they'll find her eventually. So we do what needs to be done. I don't care if you have to kill somebody to do it, you know. See, she's on board. Your old friend's on board. Why aren't you? Wait, 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 wait. When she is talking about how the gods cursed her, it's more <coughs> gods? No. 
How convenient. Okay, it, just, it just sounded like it was your gods. You're like, they're gonna come for me anyway, blah, blah, blah. No, my gods are coming for me. Her gods are her own deal. Okay. It's... Okay. It's right. complicated. Disregard. Disregard. <laughs> I was just confused. I thought that was a tie-in in which I was like, wait, just fucking get them to come down here. They're after you anyway. I want a fucking word with them, but no. They're Your mom will come to work. <laughs> So, protecting the Victorians. Alright, so are you thinking deliver the letter and give them a choice? That's what we're going with? Oh, I'm not saying give them the letter. I'm saying they the choice is they leave with their lives or they don't. <laughs> that's my ultimate. I mean, no that's still blackmail. <laughs> still isn't really giving them a choice. Mr. Stoltis, you keep rolling moonbeams. Do I? I haven't even... Twice Spoilers! Moonbeam. Moonbeam. I stopped to send in the name of the moon. <laughs> Zap! <laughs> right. Spoilers. So, are we going to talk to the gift then? Letter or no? I'm not the leader. Scarlet, what do we do? <laughs> Captain Sunny, it's your choice. <laughs> diplomacy all right so you all march toward the camp and um one of the gif notice you um is it the one that i met or no you recognize you blazeriel recognize this as the lieutenant colin oh hi there what's your business i'm here to talk to yeah to talk to the general 
Yes, I am. We are. Well, that's nice. Hopefully he's, uh, hopefully he's done with this bath. It'd be more embarrassing you came in and you got a face full of lavender. Well, I thought he was kind of pinky. Uh, right, he's over in that tent over there. Alright. I guess so. We'll go over to the tent. Of course, that means I've got to escort you, you know, part of the job and all. Part and parcel. Of course. Sure thing. So, what brings you to the moon? You were for hire? Uh, no. <coughs> the opposite. Oh? You just, uh... Stumbled off here. Curious folk, eh? Adventurers. Moy. And I thought I was gonna take this world years to get spell jamming done. Wait, wait. So, before they had a British accent, but that, now they're super Aussie. This is a pretty British. It's just Colin. Colin is Colin. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> You're just calling it. I'm calling you out. <laughs> yeah, you sure are. Sorry. <laughs> Hippos. So, so thought it would take this world a long time to get uh, spell jamming, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like we kind of just stumbled onto it, but yeah, sure seems that way. I mean, what with the. What is it? The big tall blue people coming down here and uh, helping you with the Victorians and such and building them into stellar ships. Wait, big tall blue people? What? Yeah, big tall blue people. Uh, the, 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 something like Velvet or Velvet Kin. Veldkin. Veldkin. Out game, I know. In game, I definitely don't know. I'm sorry, I don't know who you're referring to. Oh! They're from Magic. <laughs> Thank you, Nicholas. <laughs> you nerd. <laughs> oh, they're just... They're, they're like I said, they're like joint blue people that are really smart and they do all kinds of weird stuff. They've been working with this fella. Uh, they were working with uh, Victor for a while and a couple of them were working from... Uh, for uh, oh, What was it? I heard this down the grapevine. It was like... Cardova... Cordova. Cordova, that's it. You met him. I never did, but I swear the stories I hear, I hear he's a freak. They say he's a giant skeleton in a giant uh, uh, vial of what you call it. Oh, here's the tent. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so uh, give me a second. got to ring the bell. And he I rings this like, giant bell. I can save this with a lovable NPC that they'll want to adopt. Lovable and NPCs. And then I have to fucking manage this lovable NPC. What does Masilka think about all this? Jesus Christ, Masilka and Tom! I've completely forgotten about this whole time! <laughs> okay, I, Masilka, I did remember. Tom could Tom, have absolutely spoken up at any Tom point. Tom completely just left my mind. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Thank you for... I need to get better at this managing the NPCs we'll, game. We'll Stop creating so many lovable characters. I can't help! He's a little bored of people who are active at the moment and their little pictures. He's yeah. just gonna have like a dartboard or a roulette wheel or something and then he just spins it and that's the character that we get at the moment. Jesus Christ. I can make my hippo an artificer. No. Yes! He already had an artificer and then he blew up. What? Wasn't Caspus? No, Caspus wasn't. He was not. I'll make it an artificer. I was supposed to have an artificer in for for one world, but it didn't pan out unfortunately because the people all just kind of dropped out. Mm -hmm. It's okay. So, anyway. Anywho, anywho. Um, 
So he rings a bell on the tent and says, General, you done with your bath? Oh, yes. Uh, bring him in. Uh, or, what you want, Colin? Oh, we got some guests here. They, um... Is chilling in the bath? He or... says, no, he's all done. Oh, okay. No, I'm, I'm done with the bath. What you want, Colin? Oh, uh, got some people here. Um, <laughs> they just, uh... They, they, they want to talk to you, I think. Uh, you want to talk to them about something, right? Uh, yes. They want to talk to you about something. What do they want to talk to me about? Um, I think that's the business. Oh my god, Colin. Um, let him in, please. And, uh, Colin, get the damn tea. Not so bit tea, please, we have guests. Bring them in. <clears throat> you walk in, and yes, there is a giant hippo person in a giant lounging chair in a giant fuzzy purple bathrobe. Amazing. Smoking a pipe. How can we kill this man? <laughs> the thing is, I... Nick does not want to kill the hippo people. I just want to point that out. Nick loves the hippo people. Azurafir has two modes. You get with the program, or you fucking die. <laughs> Street smarts! Street smarts! Honestly, so, it sounds like Cleo would love this hippo man. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the, you walk in, uh, the general is in this giant pink, uh, purple bathrobe, and he's smoking a pipe, and he says, Oh, yes, um, hello, I am, uh, General, uh, Waldreth, uh, Reginald, uh, Esquire the Seventh, um... I love that name. <laughs> you gotta write this down, Tyler, you're not gonna remember. I know, I know. You can write it down later. That's fair. I mean, that's true, too. But anyway. Uh, why are you here? We've come to discuss your current situation. Hmm. Is a situation? I haven't been informed by my, um, lower staff. What's the situation? Uh, your presence and the people that you are protecting. He thinks about it for a bit. His ears kind of wiggle. <laughs> amazing. Oh! I see you're talking about our current employment. Correct. Are you suggesting a change in management? Um... <clears throat> How well do you know the Vic Victorians? Oh, well, we know the Victorians here. And they give us money, and they give us, uh, they promised us guns, gunpowder, grenades. We love grenades. Yeah. Um, aside from that, um, we don't, um, I don't personally know the Emperor. Personally, I don't give a damn at the end of the day. Once the job's done, as long as we get paid. Um, why do you ask? How long has this job been going on? We started about oh, three months ago, after the last um, a moon visit that went terrible. The crew uh, were going mad from uh, spacefaring disease. Your people have... Man, disease. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Apparently you people are still not uh, keen on the spell jamming quantities and um, they arrived uh, very much deprived of oxygen. You know, your sphere of influence has enough oxygen in your atmosphere to keep you people breathing. 
But apparently, your emperor did not um, realize how far the moon's atmosphere and Esther's atmosphere are from each other. So, in between that long stretch, he doesn't even bother to give them uh, atmosphere to breathe on board their ship, and they're practically suffocating to death twice over. Often uh, terribly bad for them, but you know, it's the emperor's problem, not mine. Uh, anyway, uh, what do you ask? Three months is the answer. Uh, yes. Um Oh, it's a cannon. Large, um, large munitions, magical munitions, bless you. Um, <laughs> large magical munitions sort of thing. It's, um, we figured he was going to use it for uh, uh, crowd control. It'd be a perfect, you know, death weapon to maintain the masses or whatever. Emperors and stuff. But no, he's pointing it to the, um, to the far corners of the, um, the system. And do you know what it is he's aiming at? Oh, no, that's above my pay grade at this point. We're just hired to be uh, mobile muscle and walk around and look scary, but, you know... Does it not upset you or worry you that you could be privy to countless lives being taken? Lives are lost every day. I mean... Considering the great uh, galactic quandary. This is a cannon. A very powerful one. Yes. A very big one. What do you think it's meant to do? Well, it's supposed to shoot and kill people, of course. And you're okay with that? We shoot and kill people all the time. It's our job. That's it. You lost your living room. No, not yet. I kill people who deserve it. So that's as far as we know. It's just pointed towards the outside of the system. Don't know any specific targets in mind. You know, again, it's um, not our job, not our business. You know. I don't like this. I don't either. What if they choose you as the target? Oh, uh, I doubt that. We probably won't be visiting the system again. Oh, not I mean, much to keep us interested. Kill you on the way out. Because Victor will very much... Do Make it. a persuasion roll. Yeah. Like, we'll if they kill you, they don't have to pay you. Uh, As you go to leave, they can just shoot the cannon at you. Boom. Make it with advantage. Oh, thank God. That's a 15? He kind of takes a, you know, he takes his pipe, takes a breath in, stops, wiggles his ears, thinks about it. <laughs> the ears go up, down in a sense of anger. Oh no. By bloody Jove, I never thought of that. The lying bastards. That's why they're aiming the cannon at us. That's why they're aiming. They want to shoot us dead. And I bet you my bottom boot dollar 
that they want to then turn the cannon around and then make a giant death laser. The fresh fish bastards. It can't be trusted, so... Absolutely not. And for 296 gold pieces a day, plus all those weapons, and besides that, I bet you they're going to sell us the godforsaken rifles in human size instead of... Instead of saying the, instead of giving us the fucking gift size, my bloody god, me and my wife, oh my, Colin, get the, forget the damn tea, get me the gin. me the damn gin. Right, sir. And he pops in with this huge, giant bottle of fucking gin and multiple little glasses and a big glass for him. Alright, everybody. Drink up. We need to start talking. And I mean talk serious. <laughs> Sorry. I'm mostly used to being tea. I don't drink the hard stuff usually. Drink up! Drink up. So also just kind of hold his drink. I'll drink it. Drink it. This is a this is a fucking tot of gin as you've ever had a tot of gin. It's almost Thanks. moonshine. Oh, damn. Did he pour it <laughs> Why is it not moonshine, Tyler? I don't know. Maybe it is. Everybody make it, Everybody who takes a swig make a constitution okay. saving throw. Can I smell it? Can I smell it? Did he pour a glass for Sonny? Yes. Oh my god. Sonny's gonna pick it up and smell it. Oh, Tyler, that's a 23 for me. Harsh. Wow. But seriously, it needs to be moonshine, Tyler. I'm not saying it isn't moonshine. I'm just saying it is, you know. They call it gin, but it's like moonshine to you. uh, That's what I'm saying. He's saying it should be moonshine because we're on the moon. 19. 19? 29. 29, 23. What does it smell like? That's going to determine whether Sonny's going to drink it. Because she's never drank it before. Harsh alcohol. Harsh. Like, she's going to go. Oh, right. Yeah. Give me that. Yeah. It's me when I take shots. Hard stuff. Hard stuff. I mean, it goes down and it's like, burns the esophagus a little. It's like gasoline. But, uh. Doesn't hit you yet. Lace real blue, glow, uh, burns a little blue. <laughs> yeah. It does. It, does. it is canon now. Thus spoke the DM. So, um, he says, right, now, um, we need to discuss this matter uh, because it is of um, utmost importance that we not get blown up by the people we are trying to protect who are trying to arm us to blow other people up. How did they, the Victorians that are here, how did they reach the surface? Of the moon? Yes. Of, with that ship, I told you, they nearly st- oxygen-starved their crew. Okay. Three months ago, they took a giant ship and loaded all the equipment down onto here. They don't have any access to moonstones, so, you know, which is absolutely ridiculous to me. But then again, the point is, they came here three months ago. They've been building this thing with their robots and engineer people for about three months based on schematics from this tall blue person who was here and then gone. And I say, if you're going to, if you have the ability to teleport somebody from down there to up here, why not do that with the rest of the group? But I digress. Anywho, I need another shot. 
For three months, we've been walking around here trying to exercise our limbs and trying our best to uh, do our job as uh, the job entails. And it's been pretty damn easy. There is nobody on the surface of the moon, except for this shadowy figure that keeps popping up once in a while, but we just think we're... Shadowy figure? Oh, some cloaked figure that uh, pops up on the edge of the moon's surface uh, or whatever. Uh... Uh, uh, carries a staff sometimes, or at least that's what some of the staff, as in us here, say about this figure, but I think it's just petty boredom. Yes. So, these Victorians, can we convince them to go home? Oh, God, no. They're so zealous in their desire to build this uh, cannon for, for empire and whatever. You know, I don't give a damn about it. I just get paid to watch the damn thing. But you talk to them about it, it's like they, they worship the damn thing. It's like they, they suck the emperor's toes for a living and they say, oh, it's like jolly good milk. I just imagine, like, that was the one most of disturbing the... I just imagine one of the gifts, like, being, like, fucking, um, Rico from the Penguins of Madagascar, and he's like, kaboom! Yes, Rico, kaboom! <laughs> just goes chucking dynamite. <laughs> But clearly you tower <coughs> way over these Victorian people. Doesn't don't you think between your own weapons and your physical stature that you could be intimidating enough to persuade them to go home? Well now that you mentioned that they might be aiming the cannon at us to not pay us for our work. Now I'm considering it, but at the time I thought, it's good money, we get free beer and tea, and I get to sit in the bath all day. <laughs> And enjoy the bubbles, for God's sake. So, at the, at the time, it seemed like a good idea. I didn't even consider that they might be plotting against us. So, so the Victorians, what do we do from this point on? I'm a military man by nature. As you can tell, I am a general. And a general in rank is one of the most important things to a gif, aside from attaining... Is he a general or wasn't he a sergeant and Vector was going to make him a general? No, he's a general. So Vector offered to make him an admiral. Admiral, okay. No problem. Because the inner military that we do, apparently. <clears throat> it's, it's a gif's greatest uh, pleasure and joy to become part of the admiralty. So... We take our ranks very seriously, but what I am now positing, based on your reference information, is a keen to military mutiny. Do the Victorians know about this robed figure that you speak of? <coughs> oh, we brought it up a couple of times at dinner, and they just say, well, it's your job to shoot it, why not shoot it? I say, oh, say to my man, don't waste your ammunition on ghost stories. Do they fear it, though? <laughs> no, i say they don't. Would they fear it? If it appeared to take you out. You are supposed to be their last line of defense. As a military personnel as yourself, 
you should know that if your strongest players are taking outs, the rest tend to cower. His ears kind of wiggle again, and he's <laughs> in thought up. I'm obsessed with when, <laughs> like, like Azir, Azir Fear does that shit, and now this hippo guy does it. It's the ears. I will, I will pop every time. I will just be like, yes. The ears go up, and he has this big, broad smile. Ah, you're suggesting mutinous theater. You know, I don't tell the other boys about this, but me and my husband love theater. Gay oh. hippos? <laughs> <laughs> Did I literally make a joke thinking okay. the one hippo called him gayer? Your shadowy figure does some magical, illusory woo that makes it look like we are struck down dead. And it scares the Victorians enough that they start leaving for God knows where. If anything happens after that, you have my assurances that whatever Victorian scum are left that are weak enough to pick off, we will happily help you butcher the little pigs and roast them like swine. I would like to try to avoid as much bloodshed as possible, however... No, oh, that's boring. Well, I bring guns if you're not going to shoot somebody. Right. It could be part of the performance. Oh, you mean shooting blanks. No, no. But perhaps your aim is not as true as you initially intended. Oh, that is preposterous. I wouldn't even suggest that in no terrible spoof parody. To suggest that a gif would miss. But! <laughs> but! I just want to point out Vince is like sitting with his butt on his. We'll see what breaking up five out of ten will. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you sitting like that, dude? Half a loaf. Why are we not taking a picture of it? Oh, and now he's moving. Sorry, Nick Rowan. <laughs> Soiled it. I just I look at him like, what are you doing, dude? So, General. Yeah. I have a suggestion. It's based on my previous uh, denouncement of blanks. We could perfectly aim at the shadowy figure in the distance, but we only shoot her with blanks. Our aim would be true, but it would appear that she is invulnerable to bullets. The devious witch could cast some evil, crazy spell, and we all drop dead at the sight of it. And then, then the Victorians will piss their pantaloons so much that they'll start running back for Esther's shores. May I offer one more element to this facade? Oh, do you dastardly do da. A <laughs> what? flaming demon as well. Yes! <laughs> like the one standing in front of me. The... I shoot him for real. <laughs> <laughs> and worry, if, they f- if the Victorians feel like your blanks are, or your uh, blanks are not... Um, oh shit! <laughs> um, are convincing the realization. Enough, if the if 
they do not believe your blank shots are convincing enough and they take their own, he can take those hits. So, you have... Well, then there's no point in uh, shooting blanks at all. We'll just shoot him if he can take... Vindication! So we'll have a real monster. This is every session now, Mike. This is blind and forward. This is going to be awesome. We'll have a real monster. And a vengeful spirit. Two targets. One outcome. Death to the Victorian pigs. We're going to have a feast tonight. (laughs) I love it. All right, General. Scarlet, would you like to work with the General, or would you like come along and help me find our uh, specter of the night. Okay. Not to worry. I will inform my men of the uh, theatrical he, shenanigans. He, he's a man of the theater. I will inform my men of the uh, situation <coughs> at hand and the change of hand and afterwards well we will have a fun on the light side of I the moon. I love this character. He's interesting. Blaze Riel. Make it convincing. Limit the bloodshed. Okay. Right. Let's go find our ghost. Until later, General. You act like Scarlet's not going to come around to see Millicent like when she's obsessed oh, with all the I expect Scarlet fucking... to use some of her fey magic to get more ghosty shit going on, too. Don't do it. So... Uh, Saltus will kind of bow. Put on a play. Bow before stepping out of the tent. Is this our musical episode? <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be great. This is the story we need. <laughs> the general gives you a hippo-sized salute with ears way up. Hippo <laughs> And, uh... You go, and I assume you're going to inform Millicent of this little scheme. Yes. How do you uh, How do you face it to her? Why do I have to do it? I'm just the fangirl. <laughs> well, unless we want to wait for Stultus to phrase it himself. I think Vincent wants no, to talk in the mic. No! <laughs> Don't put me on the spot. You're on the spot. Go. No. So Millicent is uh, looking at you and says. You've been going back and forth quite a bit. Have you come to a decision? We're, um, we're going to do a thing. We're going to... Is she doing like this thing? Yes. <laughs> is, um, okay, so the thing, is this thing, are you just going to kill them all? Or are you going to trick them in some sort of way? What is the thing? You're going to pretend to kill them all. The Victorians and the hippo people. Okay, it says here in my book that you could be really, really, really scary. She's going to glare at you. Oh. In, like, like a good way. Because you're, like, all... Sweetie. Sweetie. Can we please cut to the point here? Are we fake killing the Victorians? Are we killing the Victorians? What are we doing? 
shooter fiery demon guy who now can't die. And then they are going to feign death, which will scare the Victorians into fleeing the moon forever so you can go to heaven? Well, I like the part where he gets shot. They all do. Yeah. I, I can see why. Jesus. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so, the Victorians are going to shoot him. What about the hippo people? No, 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 no. The, the hippo people are going to shoot him. Ah, the hippo people will shoot him. And then I kill the hippo people. No. We pretend to kill the hippo people. They're on their side. Okay, okay, so we've allied with the hippo people. Well, I'm going to pretend like kill them. Enemy of my enemy is my friend, so. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Poor Millie. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm trying to follow along here. So the hippo people will fake die because I am going to what? Not kill them how? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, I can, just like, kind of like, try to, like, show you how if you want. I'm a little bit good at... I have it. minor illusions, sweetheart. I know what I'm doing. It might take your wings as well. Okay. So, fly. Fly out from... <laughs> Raven, like, has her off mm-hmm. and those just covering the field with shadows and yeah, killing all the hippo people. <coughs> and we all have ways of maybe adding a little more flair to this, but the end goal is to put enough fear into the Victorians that they never step foot on this rock again. This one here is pretty... Alright, I'm willing to try it. I trust you, Staltus. Okay. Trust you with this plan. I trust you. It is weird, but then again, if Captain Shalfa were here, she'd probably just put their heads on pikes and call it a day. Yeah, me too. At least this will be somewhat entertaining. It'll be fun. As long as it works. Sure, I'll hold you to that. Alright, so he's going to take the hits. I come up from behind and I scare the living daylights out of the Victorians. Yeah. Alright. Just like old times. Just like old times. I like it. Let's do it. Scarlet, Sunny, and myself. <laughs> I don't remember. Does Blazeriel have, like, illusionary magic stuff? <laughs> oh, no, not Blazeriel, I'm sorry. Zerafir? Um, no. No? So, Sunny, Scarlet, and Stoltus will kind of take a support role in that area. Zerafir, you could definitely do, like, that. <laughs> I'm the knight. Saying, maybe, like, swooping down and, like, swooping. 
Elves are nocturnal, bitch. We're on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> it's always nighttime. Swoop down, pick them up, and then drop them. This is your man, boy. All right. Let's get to work. All right. So, a couple hours later, you uh, you set everything up. Blaze, you start coming forward as part of the plan. Gonna crack his neck. <laughs> All right. You do that. You're coming toward them. I'd say during this hour, like a couple hours leading up, there's definitely going to be a conversation where Sultan's going to be like, just play it up. You claim to be this flaming chief thing. (laughs) Really play up this whole entrance. You got it. Alright, so you approach the camp. What you doing? Flaming Chief. He's gonna put his axe out and say, You're all dead! And fire all over my body. And I'm I'm gonna go into a rage. Okay, awesome. Um, Colin sees this as he has been the hippo chosen to to start this play. And um, and, at, and at first he is. Um, I do also have a higher intimidation now, so. That's fair. Yeah, make an intimidation roll against uh, against Colin, against Colin especially. And uh, I'll do a base yeah, roll for the bi- okay. Heightened like. Then let's see. You roll for it. Um. Alright. I think because there's also that one thing that I got uh, recently with Yeah, intimidating presence. You can frighten a creature you can see within thirty feet. If it can see or hear you, it must succeed a wisdom saving throw of DC twelve or be frightened until at the end of your turn. Okay, so they gotta make a whiz save? Yes. Okay, so for Colin, wow, bad. Okay. Colin's gonna forget what And the Victorians, wow. Even worse. Uh, Colin has been prepped with the script of pulling out his telescope and saying, Oh, what ho, there be a devil man across yonder horizon. Does Colin just suck at acting? He loves the theater, but he's terrible. (laughs) Oh, yonder woman upon my tower, let down thy hair. F. F. Instead, he sees your fiery, uh, furnacey um, apparition, and immediately says, "General, an intruder is on the horizon! Oh my god!" <laughs> and uh, the general pops out and says, "Oh, what ho we have here! This devil man yonder horizon! Oh!" Lend me my great musket, ho! I say, ho! Go on, get your heart together, man. Buck up. Uh, right, sir. Right, men. Now, for the living daylights, for the soliloquy of moon and justice and... and... and a good tour of gin. Shut up. <laughs> and... For for all for all the Victorian Empire, all hail uh, 
Ready the maelstrom cannons and fire upon our enemy thence! Cannons? <laughs> they, uh, they draw up their muskets and Victorians are like, what the fuck is going on? They, they've got their rifles set. Some of their robots have turned around and are like, aw. The robots? <laughs> yeah, they, they, they didn't mention they have robots. has not spoken yet because I am bad at managing NPCs. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> so, uh, they pull out their muskets and they fire at you. Um, I would like you to make a wisdom saving throw. We could argue that we didn't wind Tome up because he would take everything too literally and we wouldn't want him to give away. Tome is literally he's just taking a nap in the back. He's, he's just still in the temple like Guys. <laughs> my action ran down. My action and speech have run down at speechlessness. Oh, oh he's just trapped in his own thoughts? I don't like that. Well, eventually his thought runs out, too, I think. Well, like, that's the last thing that goes. Like, imagine how much able to speak or move. Okay, yeah. It stings. And then you notice that all the bullets that have hit you, these are musket... They're a giant blunderbuss... Blunderbuss-sized <laughs> balls of ammunition that have fired into your body. Some of them, weapons, right? So they should be. Yeah, they should be size of like oh, softballs yeah. or something. Yeah, size of softballs or really small volleyballs or racquetballs. Kill anyone normally. <laughs> oh yeah, and it look and it leaves you looking like um, living Swiss cheese for a moment. Great. Some of the, except for the ones that are stuck in your meaty bits. But those stuck in your meaty bits kind of pop out and the rest of your wounds begin to heal. Oh, that's it, so fucking cool. It would be cool, except for the itching and the strange pain of regeneration, which is unpleasant. It just makes me even more You're angry. still in pain. I'd probably be... And, uh, and, and the, the gif are suddenly like, what ho? Bullets do not defeat this foe! Outrageous, I say. There's a pause. Reginald, for God's sake! Oh! Um, um, what's my, what's my line? Oh, I don't know, what is your line? And the Victorians are like, shoot him, shoot him now! And they have their own musketeers, and they fire at you. The bullets are albeit smaller this time. They hit you. Make a wisdom saving throw, please. Yes. That's a 12. Okay. You could say that during the recovery process is yeah. still a little hazy from so the So, from your previous regeneration, um, this new pain <laughs> is somehow... Magnified a little worse, and it begins to wear down on you. Um, I will say, earn a point of exhaustion, please. <coughs> I don't remember. I think it's something to do with your health. Or at least I think that's where you find it. Anyway, so that happens. And then, uh, rising up behind um, Blaze Riel with wings that are like... Level 1 of exhaustion gives you disadvantage on ability checks. I know, were bony, weren't they? Hmm? Bony wings? Mm -hmm. Yes, skeletal wings. 
uh, arch up from behind your wings. Oh, I see it. And okay. she rises, and it is uh, Millicent who rises. You have lived on this lunar surface for far too long. You are trespassers of something greater than your own. I demand you die. And she casts this minor illusion that looks like a giant cloaked Grim Reaper-like scythe that cuts through the gif. And, oh, we die, oh! And they crash onto the surface dramatically. Uh, can we, like, on the opposite side of the camp, because I figure we'll have to kind of, like, map this whole thing out on an, uh, uh, another corner of the camp area. Can, <coughs> with, uh, Scarlet nearby, can Stoltis cast, um, Warding Wind to create this, like, plume of, like, smoke of, like, the moon dust and stuff kicking up around them and just kind of gro- uh, growing and blocking out any of the sunlight from Esther? So oh, yeah, that, coming in? oh, yeah, that'll definitely help. Okay. Um, and did you want to add anything to that? I mean, that- Sonny, you got any illusionary spells you want to plop into this? Mm, I think so. We're like at their camp, right? That's yeah. Like, I was like, I don't know if you want to be in this like smoke cloud with Scarlet and Stoltis. Probably, and I think because we're basically just trying to freak everybody out. We're right? trying, to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to make sure that I can use this. All these evil spirits coming in and fucking shit. <coughs> okay, <laughs> I want to use the spell animate objects. Ooh. Um, it says objects come to life at your command. Choose up to ten non-magical objects within range that are not being worn <coughs> or carried. And it changes as far as like medium targets count as two objects, large targets count as four. But I just would like ten small objects to just float. Like they're haunted, and just Ooh. kind of like fly around. These like swords like flying around. Ooh, that would be that would be good. Yeah. Swords or guns flying around. So suddenly she is rising at the zenith of this cl- dust cloud with bony wings and this grim reaper like apparition, and suddenly swords begin to rise <laughs> off of the bodies of the gif and from other places from the armories beyond. And they rise, and the Victorians are scared out of their goddamned wits. Oh, I should probably also add that each target that animates becomes a creature under my control until the spell ends or until it reduced to zero hit points. So oh. he has friend swords. Or sword friends? And sword friends. here, I'll send this in the chat so That's if we awesome. need it. Because I, I can command the objects. Spell. I don't know if it'll come to that, but... I mostly just wanted to fly around <laughs> to create the scariness. Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh, I love it. Holy shit. You could do like, <coughs> now you have your one fox, but you could have like other fake creatures come running out. Issues yet, I just can affect it 
looking for on my phone trying to decide what I can do, but those calls I have right now, there's a lot of the cool stuff I can do because I don't feel like that's kind of thing. Okay. Just like, I mean, the things that you think of that I can do, they're all very small scale. They can't do big scale stuff, mm -hmm. like prestidigitation, like, yeah, I could like chill the air a little. I mean, we're also only it, doing it for flavor like, though. Like her thing, normally she wouldn't be able to animate like a bunch of things, but it's really just a flavor. I mean, I can animate up to ten. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I don't know how many. Okay, to exaggerate that a bit, but all my stuff is literally like one person. It's up by one person. Yeah, it could be. Unless I don't know, it depends on what Tyler has. You can have like that one guy. He's like, no, we're gonna stay here and fight. Blah 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 blah. And she does like the one to max him up thing, where she's kind of like. Creeps up behind him and whispers in his ear. Yeah, that's more. You can spaghetti someone. It's okay. It's fine. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, this scare tactic of yours uh, works really well. The Victorians drop their weapons and they start fumbling at their neck pieces for something or their rings or whatever, and you see all the living Victorians just sort of blip out of existence. Oh. Wait, what did? The Victorians. They blipped out of existence. They blipped out of existence. They were fumbling for necklaces or, or rings on their person, oh. and all of a sudden and all of a sudden they just <coughs> popped out of existence. All of them? All of the living ones, there are still a couple of robots to contend with who are seeing this whole thing and are like, is this going to impact my work or no? Robots don't have souls. <laughs> I mean, you said no bloodshed, it's not blood. I don't know why the shirt made it look like bloodshed and fucking multiverse of madness. True. And that's when... Uh, General Reginald kind of pricks his ears up from the dirt <laughs> and says, Are they gone? Psst, are they gone? I don't see anybody else. Just the machines. Oh, good, I need to get up. Oh, my back. Bloody hell. Oh. Oh, yeah, they left behind their little mechanic toys things. <clears throat> Right, you. The droid kind of looks toward the general. You have my permission to stop now. I'm senior officer of this uh, arrangement. I command you to cease operation and, uh, you know, bugger off. Click, click, click. I do not recognize GIF authority. You are not Imperial. I'm hired by the Imperials. Click, click, click. Those are not mutually exclusive. What, you want me to shoot you dead? Click, 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 click. Click, click. No, to risk destruction would be breaking the second law. Very well. We will have to cease production. 
So, bugger off. <laughs> Gather them all together into a spot and metal balls. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see that they, um, they say, we cannot teleport as our human comrades have, but we will initiate a full shutdown. Before you go, or shut down, how did they do that? How did they teleport? It's possible that they had some teleport rings. I was surprised they were not listed on the original manifest. They must have been delivered at some other point during construction. Are they only one way, or can they come back? If they are two ways, they could come back, but I doubt it. Their orders were to stay here and finish construction. If they have abandoned, then my best assumption would be not only will these officers be court-martialed, they could be executed for insubordination, as their primary goal was to see the completion of this cannon. This cannon, I see that it is not aiming towards Esther, but away. What exactly are they aiming at? Do you know? I know, but the information is classified. Can you destroy it? That is not my purpose. I am to build the cannon. Can you reverse that purpose? I have not been ordered to do so, and therefore I cannot. How does one get clearance to have that information? This clearance is the highest clearance on record. It is Imperial Clearance Alpha 7. In Emperor's eyes only. Many recent projects, I will say, and this may be bordering treason, but I am an android and therefore have no life or soul, and therefore cannot actually commit treason. I will say that many recent projects enlisted and created by the Emperor have been classified as Alpha 7. Alpha 7. <coughs> Emperor's <coughs> eyes only. Mr. Butler? Yes? How big is this cannon? Like BFG, Doom Eternal type big, or? Huge. So Huge. Yes. Are we talking like Space Needle big? Or like, yeah? Uh, I'm trying to find a reasonable comparison. Or like the Perry's Monument at Putin Bay? Half of a Perry's Monument. Okay. Okay. So not a BFG. Too much collateral. There's a lot of innocent people down there. Um. Sadly. Can you imagine how quickly we would just end the campaign by obliterating the Victorian capital? Like, we did it! We saved the city! <laughs> Don't have to worry about saving it when there's no city left. <laughs> We're just part of the We can just end it all right now. Yeah, take my whole fucking world with it. <laughs> mm.
necessarily leave it here for them to potentially come back and do uh, continue work on it. We yeah, should destroy it. Yeah, let's destroy it. Do what you must. I will make no objection. Shutting down. Sonny, want to take the lead on this one? Sonny, so the android and Smash. several the android and several other of its android companions, they'll shut down and sort of collapse into themselves like giant metal boxes. Oh, like yeah, like um, how the uh, battle droids come out in Star Wars. Yes. Vegan still needs to see that one. She's seen that. She's not seen She's Phantom. Phantom. Has she? Have you? I'm pretty sure you watched Phantom. No, we only got through the original trilogy. What the fuck? Guess what you guys are going to do next Tuesday while Nick Nick and I are both at work. I mean, I'm not going to be working. Fuck that. You're going to be in vacay. I'm going to be drunk as fuck. Anywho. Get that mama wanna, son. Anywho. Smash. They're saying that small little girl with the pink uh, ponytails is going to um, blow up this and talk. I don't doubt her. You might actually want to back up. She's a um, a wild child. Don't you have Fireball now? Has she killed gods? Um, no, I don't. Like, was the Abolith the god? Ah, uh, it's an elder thing. She said fuck you to a beholder, so I'm not really... Sure, okay, Sunny's afraid works. of anything anymore. I mean, she stood up to a beholder before, so. I just said that. I'm, I'm saying that to. Oh. You don't know that you weren't there! He listened to the sessions. But he can't say that in game. Because he didn't know that. Are you saying that? Yeah, I was uh, trying to, but then. No, you didn't know that. Shut up. What the fuck? You Alright, I think this Jeez. is my best bet. Okay, what you oh, got? But wait. They would have to make a save, and not, it's an inanimate object. I don't know how that works. Yeah, so just say all if you just uh, DM discretion. DM discretion. Um, what level spell is it? What is it? Lightning bolt at fifth level. Okay. What kind of save is it? A dex. Yeah, that should be an auto hit. <laughs> it's also I mean, a big no, structure. No duh. But um, but it is wild magic, or you have. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. What if it just turns into a giant, like, sunflower? Oh my god! That would work. I mean, shit. Depends on what she rolls, I guess. Okay, give me one second to look up the wild magic rules because it has been a hot minute and... It just pops. magic, come on, come on. Wild magic, wild magic. Isn't it greater on the moon? That's not greater. Alright, so while she accidentally trying to hit the thing, she hits the whole moon and turns the whole moon into one. a rabbit. Once per turn, the DM can roll a d20 immediately after Take that, you cast David Copperfield. Spell of first level or higher. A roll of one. Okay, so I'm going to roll a d20 if you're going to do this yeah. fifth level. <laughs> Alright, it does not uh, trigger. Oh, bummer. Probably for the best, but um, I will say it is an it is an auto hit. Okay. So fire away. Alright. How how is she gonna do this, Regan? She's gonna laugh maniacally. Both hands out. 
like, like cross her fingers first. She's gonna cross her fingers first. You said. S- sn- like. Oh, I like these fingers. Oh, I was thinking more uh, talk. Like I'm Melanor. <laughs> oh God, I'm having even more flashbacks. I said Melanor, didn't I? Yeah, but it reminds me of the lemon lord. It's coming to your house. No. It's coming to take your lemons and other citrine fruit. No. And other citrine fruit. Oh my god. The lemon shall be supreme. No tangerines or limes. Wait, you just said all the They're also citrus, Greg! You said all the citrine fruits. I will take all the citrine fruits and leave only lemons. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you realize that there will probably be a Lemon Lord in Club Street. 33. That's amazing. (sighs) Yeah. Okay. Could have been way better. It was 10d6. I rolled like four ones. Holy shit. I guess it was like three. So. (laughs) Are we about Um, to break the moon in half? So. Oh no. Crack your knuckles and like something out of Viver Vendetta and blowing up the old Bailey. He says that because he just watched it recently. Yes. You maniacally unleash torrents of lightning bolts down from the sky, cascading on this cannon. And it's almost as if the. Uh, I know it's technically not cannon, but almost imagine. Ah, but it is a cannon. <laughs> not That's anymore. <laughs> It was not funny. It was hilarious. Oh, yes, it was. It was funny. You're right, mummy. Right. Anyway, it's almost as if the 1812 uh, overture is playing in the background as you unleash torrents of lightning from the sky, cascading that? down. You know, dun da 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 <laughs> and that's not copyrighted. No, it's not, because it's... Way out of fucking copyright. Yeah, it's definitely... Fuck you, not. Disney! <laughs> Monet agreed. Okay, well. Yes, this is the background to... This chaos. This isn't even the part that we wanted. Boy, they are taking their time getting to the crescendo. Here it comes. And then... The lightning comes down. Charlie's just sitting at me like, he's gotta get beat. I just imagined the general taking off his hat, like, (laughs) on his heart. Absolutely. He removes his monocle and puts a giant hippo hand over his heart. And so do the other hippos as they watch the cannon explode into bits of a of fiery God shrapnel. God bless the moon. The cannon, one of the lightning bolts hits one of the cannon cartridges. It goes up in monumentous flames. Some of the droids are completely obliterated in the blast radius. It is just absolute pandemonium and chaos and Man, carnage. Man, we just told the droids we weren't going to kill them. <laughs> oh, well, they said it themselves. They don't have souls. What did they say? Pretty much, yeah. No bloodshed. Anyway, and droids drink the whole Anyways, so... And, yeah. yeah, the cannon is absolutely decimated. 
and the GIF are absolutely just enraptured. Cool. Blimey. That was cool. Phenomenal cosmic power. <laughs> they kind of look at you. Uh, the general looks at you and says, uh, Damn good show. Better than any theater presentation I've ever seen. It's very cathartic. I needed that. It's been a while since I got to blow something up that nice. It's, it's been a while to witness something blow up that beautifully. Cool. Are you looking for a job? <laughs> that depends. What are you offering? Sunny. What? It sounds like a good opportunity. We're about to lose Sunny. We're going to wash it up. Well, or, uh, hear I me mean, out. We joined the Gith and the Fan <laughs> Fuck everything else. Let's hear the Gith. The absolute limit is uh, 250 gold pieces a job, but we often get more. On average, 350 an hour, depending on the client. That's tempting, and I'll keep it in mind, but I kind of like these people. So I'm going to stick with them for a while. That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> Stop talking. He's never this talkative. Hi. Are you okay? He says, um... <clears throat> he says, um... Well, uh, Well, thank you for that. I guess we'll be, um, packing up here pretty soon. Uh, Jimmy, are you blowing anything else up when you get back down, uh, uh Esther's side? Undoubtedly. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> 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 well, um, <coughs> tell you what, I've got a couple of friends I need to, um, see. And, um, chances are, if you need any help with demolition, uh, you have a friend in me. And all of us. Do we just, like, unofficially recruit the the hippos because that's amazing Everybody I'm so glad we didn't kill like them you're <laughs> still supposed to be the face of this revolution or uh, the voice of the revolution well you're the voice you're the fucking powerhouse you're like, the face yeah, I'm you're the face. face but everyone's like so it's just like you have to help he's like no I don't want to help instead he's like Please. No, no. Do it! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Sure, fine. <laughs> I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, the last thing we blew up was the creepy rancher or fisherman's house. Yeah. It's been a hot minute. It's been a yeah, we did that together. Yeah. I he deserved it. Still. <clears throat> General, we appreciate your help in this whole endeavor. Um, well, thank you for pointing up the arrow of our ways here and. Uh, Pointing out that um, these Victorians are money-grubbing bastards. And this will teach me a very important lesson. To accept first payment up front. And you should fetch your clients. That too. That too. But most importantly, down deposit before you get started. Anywho, uh, 
you have anything else to say, Mr. I, um... Well, never got your name. Stoltus Revenant. Pleasure. And, um... I'm glad that we were able to come to terms that were less violent than needed. Well, I mean, if you're called not blow blowing up a can and non-violent... Oh, I'm, <laughs> I, I'll be honest, I'm perfectly fine with the destruction of structures. But... Damn good. If only I wasn't married. What? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Duh, I mean, not that I'm... Well, you know... <laughs> anyway, uh, point being, point being, you have a, you can count on us when you can. Tell you what, I've got this, and he pulls out what looks to be like a small little blunderbuss pistol. This here is a signal flare. Pull the trigger. We'll be there in a moment's notice, and we will blow whatever you want up to kingdom come. Fuck yeah! I mean, we already have that though. But double. But we'll keep that in mind when we uh, see Victor's castle. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. but, uh, we'll Give them hell, you crazy sons of bitches. Give them hell. It's been the most fun job yet. I didn't even really get paid, but that's all right. I think there's um, a couple of shit. The payment was the experience. <laughs> it was the friends we made along the way. I'm gonna make a note about my uh, destructive blunderbuss of busting blunders. It's basically a flare gun. Yeah. <laughs> Blunderbussing. Oh. Um, I, I must ask, where are you from? What did I tell you the system was called? Ooh. Fuck. I don't remember. Oh, from the, uh, Giffigan system. What are your lands like? Oh, well, they have, uh, patches of grass, rivers, mud beds, and, uh, lots of gunpowder, and cannons, and grenades. The only thing we're missing, and the one thing I crave, and I told you a devil bore this earlier, Ballistic missiles. Oh my god, now I wonder if they have their own hippo version of Hamilton. Hamilton? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. May I ask one more thing before you go? Mm, Is this yes? make the, the Hamilton parody about Stoltus because the hippo loves the hippo? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he's gonna reach into his pouch and take out one of Acorn's seeds. <gasps> yeah. Will you take this home? What am I supposed to do with it? Eat it? Uh, no. This is a seed. Um, a good friend of ours. My brother! Had... He was a tree. Lost his life, and... was reborn and asked us to... plant his children... along our adventures. And, though we may not physically... venture to your lands... I think he would like to know that he's got some family beyond the stars. His ears are wiggling in agitation. Oh no! And kind of 
befuddlement, and he finally says, Yes. <laughs> he takes a seat and pockets them, and he says, Of course. Um, I've got 48 more seeds to spread. My nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always gonna have that one that lives ridiculously far away for no reason. Hmm. You never come to the family reunion. I am rooted on another planet! It's <laughs> always excuses with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for the moment we find out. It's like an ego moment and Acorn literally just takes over the universe. resilient pod, so he should be able to, uh, to thrive in pretty much any conditions. Um, sure, and absolutely, I will uh, certainly uh, do that, yes. Um, I have so many questions and so little time. Well, then you'll have to come back and visit, won't you? I suppose so. Well, anyway, um, men, stop packing things up. Get the blunderbusses cleaned, and I want my bathtub back in the captain's quarters by, um... Oh, it's hard to tell time here. Um, by the, um... By second... No, this moon doesn't rotate. Get my bathtub on the ship. No. <laughs> no. Excellent. Yeah. Anyways, carry on, uh, uh, my fellows, and, um... If you ever need us, you have a friend, and... Our regiment. At the ready. Yes. All right. Come on, you lot. Somebody pack up the gin. I don't want to forget it. All right. All right. And the last thing that happens, and we'll wrap up for tonight, is uh, Millicent looks to you and says, um, thank you. I think I'll be ready to go now. Uh, it's a shame to see you go so soon, but I do understand needing to go home. She comes over and gives you a hug. What? I know What's this is a like lifetime occurrence. This is, it's awkward for me, and I'm sure it's awkward for you. So, uh, yeah, and she kind of gruffly pushes you away. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Um, it is great to see you. It's been great to see you too. I came here looking for any help, but I know you have to leave. Um, obviously, you know about um, Skeleton Super Cordova? Cordova, since I wasn't there with you guys before. How did you... He escaped at the last minute, so... My my bet is is that he's a coward, and he'll run at the first chance. So you need to strike him down and finish him once and for all if he's still a problem. Right. And though I'm going to be very far away, I just want you to know I'm always watching. She does not say that in the very kind, I'm always watching. It's more like, I'm always watching. 
will we ever see you again? I'm not going to make any promises, but if I can, I can. If I will, I will. Jabberwock. Yeah? This is goodbye. You take care of that little girl, all right? Wait, Millie, can't you take me with you? Not that I don't like this girl, but... Was that not Jabberwock? Did you say that? No. Oh my gosh, that would be so funny, though. You'll watch her, won't you? And you'll take care of her, won't you? Because if you don't, I will find a way to come back down. Yeah, I don't say any more. You got it, Millie. Millie, I'm... I'm gonna miss you. <laughs> I'll miss you too and with that it's as if a window in the sky in the starry sky opens her bony wings flare up once again and you see black feathers begin to grow on the bone and skeleton like protrusions and for the first time in a long time she looks as she did the first time you met her and she ascends. Three great gusts, and then the hole to heaven closes. And that is where we are ending our session tonight. Mm. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you again very soon uh, with a yet-to-be-determined uh, campaign could be Klauster, it could be Xenos, it could be something else. Like How the moon. fuck do we get off the moon? We'll figure it out. That's for the next session to figure out. I'm... <laughs> you just have to jump really, really hard. <laughs> good night and good luck wherever you are. <laughs>